1: kiss yes, fm blake and aaron
2: blake is off it's just me we're gonna touch base with sandy big news
0: i have some important news for you interesting news it's blake
1: and aaron's still in the tea with sandy what's <laughs> Man's top news headlines of the day from cmr if
2: i got this sandy are you there hello aaron Woohoo! and <laughs> we have made it to air oh
3: my gosh fr- i feel I'm- you i feel you i know how it is girl
2: this, I actually could turn this now since
3: it's really just, me. Well, yeah, there you go. So look, look, look at that. Yeah.
2: So it. here you go. It's just me now. I, that's the first time we really Yay. got to see that opening. I was oh, say. Oh, no
3: <laughs> problem. It, I'm sure it's been a minute that you actually haven't done the board. Four years. Yeah. And oftentimes you forget little stuff, but you're doing a good job. Looks like. Well, I've been in radio
2: for about 20 years. So, awesome. so it's kind it's of like yeah. riding a bicycle. Yeah, you'd hope, but you know, still there's gonna probably be it's like okay, don't babble on. That's what I'll start to do, and also don't hit the wrong button. Those are the two <laughs> things. Anyway, how's it going?
3: Yeah, we're all good here, we're all good here. Um, you know, sad on Wednesday,
2: so yeah. why not? Wow. Oh, I heard about the fatality, I saw that on CMR um, man, man, another one. Was there a seizure? What was that that you were? Um, yeah, so medication? um Unfortunately,
3: we're actually putting this story up right now as we speak, but this gentleman is known to have um, seizures. And so a lot of people are thinking that um, he probably had one, um, you know, because unfortunately, he's only had his license back for less than a month. Um, And he wasn't driving for quite some time because of these events. And now it looks like, um, you know. It may have caused this issue so uh, of course these are all preliminary thoughts i mean the police will have to do a full and thorough investigation to yeah. make any sort of conclusions but almost everybody i've spoken to believes that this is the cause of of the accident
2: still a shame yeah well, yeah, yeah it's yeah. really
3: it's really quite sad
2: what else is going um, on is so in, in other news
3: this morning um we are going to be talking about you know of course the legislative assemblies and, and parliament i should say is in full swing and so that means that um a lot of people are paying attention to what's being said by their representatives and there's a little bit of confusion when the minister talked about the fact that people shouldn't be traveling for like vacation or whatever saw yeah. a couple of comments on social media where people are like oh how can they tell us what to travel for and i'm like actually the country has been in lockdown um for well over a year. And we are, our borders are still closed, and it's still, you know, travel under very specific circumstances only. So I think people kind of miss that memo, or they've forgotten, and they, they're they thinking this is something new that well, the I minister think is saying.
2: People, yeah, well, I think when people got vaccinated, it was kind of like, well, we're vaccinated. Wasn't that why you were pushing the va- so So I think that's where a lot of people are frustrated, and I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're both vaccinated, and it yeah. is kind of like, so we... Are still being in lockdown. But it's a collective
3: situation, and right? You always is what have we to keep walk. telling people. Yeah,
2: you have to walk as the sl- uh, as fast as the slowest walker, basically. Exactly.
3: Walk. So. so
2: yeah, we keep telling people
3: that this isn't. You know, a lot of people think that this is a personal decision that they're making, and you know they can do whatever they want. And we keep saying, "Listen, this isn't exactly a personal decision in that sense because you are impacting the lives of other people, and in fact, the country's ability to reopen is riding on." Um, other people deciding not to get vaccinated, which is kind of, that kind of sucks. I mean, when you think about Uh it, but they're going to hold us all hostage at this point. Um, And then they complain about the fallout of, oh, you know, tourism and jobs. It's like, well, get vaccinated already. Yeah,
2: Yeah, no, Um, you have no right to complain about all this if, yeah, if you can get vaccinated and you're just refusing for whatever you read on YouTube or read online yeah, however, I will say that there are some people obviously that have done their own research, and that is something that's such a sticky situation. But I read right. going back to the flights, I read something that said that Cayman Airways can only do X amount of flights per month or else they'll have to allow other flights coming in. You know what that?' Oh. Is? There, something like they're a part of some I don't know, some yeah. something to do with civil aviation, like some some contract where they'll have to allow like American Airlines to come back in or Delta or whatever. If they're so, they can only do X amount of flights a month anyway. I don't know whether that's true or not. Again, it's you know, read people's anonymous comments and yeah,
3: I can certainly find out.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I know a lot of people, it's like there's medical reasons people need to get off an island and then they can't find a flight because it's booked or whatever.
3: Yeah, I mean, that would be kind of a little bit weird to be honest. I'm not really sure, but I'll touch bases yeah. with Kim and and find out if that's the case. Um, but I do know that what is happening now is a lot of students, for example, are concerned about how they're even going to get back home because people are booking flights for other purposes. Um, so there is that concern as well that, um, you know, is now being discussed. Um, so we'll we'll see, but yeah, there's there's quite a bit that's going on around border reopening, travel, um, who shouldn't be traveling at this point, quarantine rules. So we kind of etch away um, at those things slowly so that people can understand what's going on. Yeah. So that's kind of some of the stuff that we're gonna be covering this morning. Um, And then we haven't done our sort of court update in a little while. So we're gonna talk about one case in particular that came to your attention yesterday, just to kind of update people. Okay. And I don't know if you saw this story, Aaron, but the Department of Environment intercepted someone poaching in Frank Sound. Yes. And this is horrible. How many conks Oh my God. 195 kunk and four lobsters were seized. I mean, it was like a truckload of kunk and lobsters. And this is so um, ridiculous because this is an area, the Frank Sound Marine Reserve, mm-hmm. which has been protected for some 30 years. Um, So that's totally not cool. And it's very, very disappointing, actually, to see people taking advantage of our marine environment in that way. Um, So I really hope that they throw the book at this individual, because I think a clear message has to be sent that this behavior is just not acceptable.
2: Well, and you know, they're like, well, I I get the argument where they say, well, this is what we eat. But You realize there will be nothing for you to eat if you do not obey. There's there's restrictions for a reason because our oceans are already severely overfished. Exactly. And so it's just there's reasons for everything. And so yeah, that's just it's so detrimental to the to the um, population. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I mean
3: it's it's unfortunate, and I think people need to recognize that you can't be short sighted,
2: Mm -hmm. and
3: you know you're thinking about today. What about tomorrow? Yeah, and if we continue to tax our, um, you know, our marine environment in this way, there's going to be drastic um, consequences that we all again will have to pay. It's not like just one person is going to suffer. Unfortunately, we will all um, suffer as a result. So,
2: absolutely. Yeah, I was
3: really disappointed when I saw that, to be honest, and um, I was just
2: like, wow. Well, I mean, even for conch season, that's too many conchs for one person, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't even <laughs> I know what that, like, I don't even know what they were and doing. And her like, person that, is
3: usually what it is, right? Or
2: something. That or? looks like a
3: restaurant or something that they're trying to open up. Yeah. So there were a lot of questions about what DOE would do with the conk. Are they going to discard it? And so on. But I've been told that normally what they do is the pines benefits from it. So okay. a lot of people are saying they want to check into the pines for a couple days. <laughs>
2: Jeez. Okay. Okay, then. I mean, you can go buy coffee before. Yeah. the store still. It's still available. Yeah. They want
3: to they check into the Pines just to get some nice kunk. I'm like, oh, Lord. Okay. Um, okay. It probably means that the residents at the Pines will have more than their fill of kunk. They'll be kunked out here. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be kunked well, out and not wanting any more kunk for a while. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes.
2: It's good. Uh, but yeah, after a while, you want to switch it up for sure.
3: <laughs> All right. So well how many ways to cook cunk? I look, um, I Aaron. I
2: like ceviche. That's mine.
3: As you know, we're still in Facebook jail
2: or YouTube jail. Sorry.
3: I think I have another day or so because the proceedings I think aired last week Wednesday.
2: I know I I didn't mean to do do that.
3: (laughs) We're in jail because we aired the parliament proceedings, which is a GIS thing. So I'm still trying to figure out how that happened. Uh, we've already got 211 people here on, on Facebook though. So our Facebook crowd is always like really, oh, really yeah. strong.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so you know that yesterday I went to have an extraction done. Oh yeah. How'd it go? So it was, um, it was okay. I mean, obviously very, very numbed. And at one point he had to go back in there and numb me up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it turns out the tooth was definitely not savable. When when he started to go at it, just like crumbled. And he said, Wow you know, it was a super strong tooth in the sense that the sucker just didn't want to come out. It was like, come on out already. We we're hoping it would just like come out in one piece and it would be super easy. But, uh, yeah, it took, took a minute. Um, you know, but and then you tried to drink good. water
2: and then all the, you think your water is coming out of the side of your mouth after all the Novocaine.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't too bad to be it honest. Wasn't.
2: Oh, I, <laughs> I find that it's like half a day and it's like, you're trying to touch your jaw. And you can't feel anything, so you drink water and you think you're just dribbling everywhere.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was. It wasn't too bad, and the That's swelling kind of almost went down immediately. And they're like, "Oh, you know, you can do an ice pack and whatever." Um, so a little bit of pain meds, but other than that, I'm like good, good. And uh, yeah,
2: now you're on the mend. you sound fine? So yeah, yeah,
3: I've got a little temporary situation going on there, so you can't even tell.
2: No, it looks fantastic. Wouldn't even know that you had uh, had a procedure yesterday.
3: Yep. The, the the dental um, assistant is like, you're so strong. I admire you you're just so strong. I was like, okay.
2: <laughs> you know, because I think a lot of people are scared of the dentist. They go there. and. Well, I, am,
3: I am, but you know, you, just you? Gotta, okay. you gotta suck it up. And you know what the dentist said to me? He's like, you know, when he was a kid, that was before Novocaine. So he's like, imagine going to the dentist and having them drilled directly with no pain meds. I was like, Ooh, No, thank you. That doesn't sound pleasant. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, other than that, you know, we got a little bit of news. Um, We might check in with some of our Caribbean counterparts today to see what's going on with them. Um, But, yeah, lots to discuss and lots to talk about.
2: Cool. Well, we will. How how long is Blake away for? He'll be back on Monday. So, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. So, the next two days, I'll be here. So, we'll catch up on everything more tomorrow. and uh, Wednesday. And have a wonderful rest of your show. Thank you. All right, Aaron, hold it
3: down, hold it down.
2: Right (laughs) buttons, let's push the right buttons. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye.
3: All right, folks, that's uh, Blake and Aaron, minus, Aaron, minus Blake today. Um, He is actually um, out. So I'm noticing there's a cosmetic difference on my screen today. Everything looks a little bit bluer and brighter. And I think there've been some changes. Big shout out to our Instagram folks. We are live streaming on Instagram. We got Honey Knot, uh Davis, Davies, Oscar's tuned in. Sue's listening to us. Brown Man Chang. <laughs> Gabriella. These Instagram names really kill me. Anna, Misty Chanel. Good morning, Yuli. Um this one says, what's this Instagram? Hate it or, or love it. Okay. Stacy's tuned in and IG Jason. Um Angela Ali, thank you guys so much. And of course, on Facebook, we've got 216 lovely people. Miss Rosemary is here. Karen, thank you. Alice, Diamond Princess. Louie joining us from Detroit. He says top of the morning and the CMR massive internationally. Junior's here. Good morning. Good morning. Walsh from North Carolina. Felicia, Ervelin from Newlands. John Levy Selena, good morning to Emma. Miss Jackie's here. Um, Listen, folks, we're down to the very last box of mugs. So if you have not gotten your mugs yet, I'm telling you that this is it. Y'all need to to get on it because there are no more mugs, really. Um, After that, I'm surprised. It's only been a week. And the mugs are all gone. Oh, my gosh. They really, really went quickly, I must say. They exceeded my expectations and how quickly they went. So we have to think about what is the next um, merchandise item that we will have, the, ne- the next CMR merch. And um, a lot of you are requesting, like, customizable, like, T-shirts and other stuff. So we're going to look into it and see uh, what we can get done. So Zita, good morning. James, thank you so much for tuning in from Canada. Kristen is here, Miss Morna is here. She said her coffee just doesn't taste the same because she unfortunately broke her mug. <laughs> Don't know how that happened. She must've been overusing it, Shile, and that mug just went crack, the handle cracked. Morna, I got you, I got yours in the car. Uh, Louie says route sharing between airlines, Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the whole airline thing. I think some of the airline stuff comes directly from Cameroon Airways, and then there's others of it that actually comes from, like, the Ministry of Tourism and that sort of thing. And then Cameroon Airways just follows and do what they need to do. Um, So I guess we have to wait and kind of see. Good morning, Carol. Carol says, everybody I know traveling is just going on holiday, and therefore... Stopping people who need to fly for medical reasons, etc., as they can't get flights. Yes, this this remains an issue actually, and a bit of a concern. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what I've realized. Touche, touche. I just had a certain minister send me their mug and said boring because they just have a regular mug and I've forgotten that, um, our government people have not received a mug from me. So I need to link up all ministers, um, Wayne Panton and the bunch. So I will actually be, I need to message them like today. Cause like I said, the mugs are almost gone and make sure they all have a mug, especially when they come on this program, they can show up with their mugs in hand. Uh, definitely I'll, I'll get that sorted out. Thank you for the reminder, Rosie. Haven't seen you in a minute. Where have you been? Uh, Anthony says we need more BA repatriation flights in September to accommodate returning and new university students. So as you guys know, the um, governor's office is quite instrumental in assisting with anything with with BA um, on that side of things. So we'll reach out to them and see um, if they can. Hold on now. Let me try to see who's... um, Somebody new reached out to me from the governor's office recently. I'm trying to remember her name. I
2: eh,
3: can't remember her name. Um, Because apparently the other young lady who's normally in his office is out on holiday. So, oh gosh, I'm trying to, I'm horrible with, with names sometimes. Um, I'll look her up though because I think she is. Um... I think it's like Marie or Maria or something. Hmm. Um, all right. I'll, I'll have a look at that uh, at that email and see. Um, I think she emailed me and then messaged me on WhatsApp. Mm. All right. I'll look into it and see what I can find out. But yes, they've been very, very helpful um, about getting information to us as quickly as possible so um i will check on that to see what we can find out about the ba flights but yeah i mean listen our borders are still closed this is nothing new um i saw some people messaging me like what is this that kenneth's talking about i'm like where have you been living honestly uh the borders have been closed since we shut them last year march and they have remained closed nobody's opened the borders What we have done is we have um, increased the repatriation flights. So, you know, you are able to get back and forth. They've opened that avenue. Sorry. I don't know what this is. Something stuck on my lip. Um, They've kind of opened that avenue of travel somewhat to allow people, and it's supposed to be emergency or essential travel. And I think what has happened is you guys have missed the definition (laughs) of, um, you guys have missed the definition of what essential travel is. So yes, y'all just not with it. Talking about, uh, you want to go on vacation, you want to go shopping, who's the government to tell you what to do? Well, the government can tell you what to do because we are still in the middle of a pandemic. Mm. That's why they can tell you what to do. So y'all need to get with the program. Um. So yes, the borders are so closed. And as someone rightfully said, what is actually happening now is there is, you know, this issue of um, people who need to travel. Essential travel, I would think, includes medical purposes as well as... Um, anything to do with um, returning to school, you know, kids need to get back to school, that sort of thing. And all of that is happening, unfortunately. They, they're getting delayed. They're having issues getting back and forth because as Carol rightfully said, and as others have said, um, Anthony, I think said it, um, there's too many of you who are up and down for all sorts of ridiculous reasons. You find an excuse to go to Miami because you want to go shopping. And especially now that we have the five-day quarantine, some of y'all think, "Oh, well, I can still take vacation, like you're doing all the calculations in your head. I can take a week vacation shopping, but I get two weeks so then I can do the five days quarantine. Hopefully I didn't catch COVID while I was away, so then I'll be okay. But then if I catch COVID, hmm, then that'll be sick leaves. That'll be like, y'all need to stop it. It's still essential travel only. Um, Speaking of travel, did you guys see that in America... That um, we, the Americans, have actually locked their borders down to the UK. Did y'all miss that memo? The CDC and um, hold on, let me tell you who else here. The CDC and what are they called again? Oh, the other agency there. Um, The US Department of State and the US Centers for Disease Control issued an advisory on Monday, the highest warning against travel to the UK because of their rising numbers of COVID 19. And y'all think this was over. Wake up, Caymanians. You know, this is the cold hard truth. And we try to give you a dose of reality on this program. Because I recognize a lot of us love to live in la-la land. Mm -mm -mm -mm. The U.S. is shutting their borders. Remember I told you guys that Canada is planning to open their borders. I think it's August the 9th to the Americans. And the Americans are saying, we're sick of COVID. Uh, Don't bring any more in. And so they're actually shutting their borders down to um, the UK. So here's what uh, this article has to say. there's a number of articles, I think um, Renee here at CMR is gonna be putting this up in a little bit, but it says that the US department and the center for disease control and prevention uh, both issued on Monday, their highest warnings against travel to the UK because of a rising number of COVID-19 cases in that country. Um, Each uh, raised the UK level to level four telling Americans they should avoid travel there. Now, isn't this crazy? And they say that if you must travel to the UK, must means essential travel, just like what we have here. If you must travel to the UK, make sure that you're fully vaccinated before traveling. Because again, the chances are you're going to get it. So I know there's a lot of Caymanians who um, may be sending their kids back and they have not yet. Oh my gosh, these glasses are dirty. They have not yet uh, been vaccinated. So word to the wise, folks, you definitely want to get vaccinated. And in fact, I can't even find my regular cloth. I have to open a new one. In fact, um, the truth of the matter is there has been an increase. We mentioned this yesterday. All 50 states in America have seen an increase in their COVID numbers, so they're on the rise. First time since January that all 50 states have been seeing an increase. But here's the difference. The increase is very, very different this time. Pay attention to what I'm gonna tell you because this is important news. The increase is in mostly unvaccinated people, shocker, and younger people. Isn't that crazy? I thought to myself, what's going on with the younger people? Maybe they're more likely to not be vaccinated because they think because of their youth that they are immune from catching COVID. I don't know. I think there's a lot of, you know, the the elderly community would have been prioritized in terms of um, the vaccination process. They got vaccines first because a lot of countries recognize that they were just at super high risk. Um, So that's interesting. You know, we have to watch these trends because these trends impact us here in the Cayman Islands and our ability to reopen. Let me be very frank. Good morning to the beautiful Kay. She said she's enjoying her tea and her CMR mug. Thank you so much, Ms. Kay. Let me be very clear here, folks. Um, We have a border reopening plan, but ask yourself, who are we, we reopening for? If the rest of the world remains in turmoil, including the UK, including the US and Canada and everywhere else, why would we be reopening our borders? For what tourists to come in? Especially if they themselves are like, "Uh uh-oh, skittish. Nope, we're closing our own borders or we're restricting travel from certain places. Where do you think vacationers are coming from to the Cayman Islands? The reason why we're trying to reopen is so that we can reopen for tourists to come in. If tourists in those jurisdictions, the US essentially, because what 80% of our tourist market comes from North America, if those people are not gonna um, want to travel in any event or they have restrictions on their end, you could kind of see where that creates a problem that is very much out of our control. So we can reopen our borders all we want, but if nobody's coming in for a variety of different reasons, um, I think that that's certainly something to think about. Sue and Oscar, uh, Jeffrey, Kendra, thank you guys so much. Peterson, all joining us on Instagram. Jada's over there hanging out with us. Ali, Taraya, is that how that name is pronounced? Forgive me if I get wrong. Cody, Sanya, Jermaine is there. Junie, Jordan, Philip, Lorna, Rowan, Carolina, uh, Sharina, Webley, who else? We got Dunn. Keswick Richie's Car Wash. Big shout out to Richie's Car Wash. Um, Haley, Sean. Instagram just makes you pick any kind of name. Brandy. Nice. I like it. All right. So um, Sue says most BA flights now are for vacations to the UK too. Um, Or Miami then onto other places for vacation. Well, the US is not feeling that. Remember that just in May, the US had lowered it to a level three advisory rating. And here we are, May, June, July, two months. And it's like, bloop, put that back to level four. Mm -mm 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 -mm. So COVID-19 cases um, in the UK are are rising by more than 50,000 a day, Lord have mercy. This just never ends. And hundreds of thousands of Britons are being asked to self-isolate for 10 days. The United States, since March 2020, has barred nearly all non-U.S. citizens who um, have recently been in the U.K. from the U.S. You all heard that? They barred almost all non-U.S. citizens who have recently been in the U.K. Britain allows visitors, American visitors, but requires a 10-day quarantine and arrival and two COVID-19 tests. So everybody's got their rules in place. Um, so in June, the Biden administration said that he was forming expert working groups with Britain, Canada, Mexico, and the European union to determine how best to restart travel safely after more than a year of restrictions. You know, it is what it is. And again, Cayman does not exist in a bubble. So we don't get to just fling open our doors. Um, what is happening elsewhere in the world will certainly impact us. So in the U S, um, the U S and airline officials do not expect the restrictions on UK travel to be lifted until August at the earliest and warned that obviously it could be pushed back depending on exactly what happens. So airlines and others have pressed the administration to lift the restrictions that bar most non-US citizens who have been to Britain. However, the 26, um, this word always gets me. Is it Shenzhen nations? Um, there are 26 nations that allow you to travel, really easily in Europe without any border controls. So it's like Ireland, China, India, South Africa, um, Iran, Brazil, and so on. Um, so you've got the 26 Shenzhen nations, and then you also have Ireland, um, China, India, South America, South Africa, sorry. Iran and Brazil, um, who, you know, they've all been trying to lift restrictions. The airlines are pressuring them because obviously the airline industry has taken an unprecedented hit because of the whole COVID situation, but rest assured that ain't changing no time soon. Reality check. Um, so I want to talk to you guys in a little bit Y'all are going to be, you guys are going to be surprised here in a second about something that I'm going to share with you this morning about a certain developer in the Cayman Islands. Now, y'all know that these people be trying to flex their muscles, and um, it's very, very unfortunate um, that they are trying to do so. Um uh, Okay, let me just see here. Um I just got an urgent message from CNB. Was that an old message notification? Oh, honey child, I got to return some library books today. My daughter's library books are due. Thank you so much for the library system that reminds you about uh, library books being due. Um, I could swear I just saw.
0: Um.
3: Okay. Um. Yes. So I do believe um, just having a quick look at a few emails here this morning. All right. So um, I'm going to talk to you guys about a... Okay, good. I want to make sure I'm... Sometimes I'm... As you guys know, I'm doing something on the fly here. And um, if you're sending me something... Um, try to remember that I am doing the show. So the brain is like working multiple things at the same time. So you got to be very crystal clear sometimes about your instructions. If you don't want me to call your name or whatever, you got to say that because woohoo. look at this photo I'm going to put up here in a second because, um, yes, the brain is doing a couple different things. Um, so someone said, maybe we need to do a hat next time, a CMR hat. Hey, uh, Miss Sue, Catherine is watching. Good morning, Jackie. Yasmin is here. Um, she said I, she did a procedure three days ago and she extracted four teeth. Ooh, Yasmin. Oh, my God. Which four? You know, it does kind of matter which ones you take out. Well, sort of. Um, but every tooth can be so different in terms of how it comes out and what it wants to do. So let me tell you something. This little tooth of mine was just like being naughty, naughty, naughty. Like it didn't want to come out properly. Um, we went into it, you know, uh, big shout out, by the way, to Cayman Dental. I've been going there for many, many years. Um, Dr. Tom did the extraction for me yesterday. And he said, you know, best case scenario, we go in and the tooth just comes out really, really easily. Uh, worst case scenario... Uh, basically, is it cracks and then we need to um, take it out in portions? And I thought, mm, no, that sounds interesting. Um, but, you know, just my luck, it didn't come out quite as easy as we wanted it to. So he went in there and he, you know, they, they wiggle it just a little bit. They have a procedure of how they... Can you imagine how they used to take out teeth before modern medicine? Like before they could numb it and get you all prepped and whatever. Child, I'm just like, what the hell were those days? Like, thank God we live in a day and time when modern medicine is so amazing and so convenient. And we have, thanks to things like penicillin and vaccines, we have largely, you know, extended our lives Um, and the quality of her life is so much better because child beforehand, you would extract a tooth with nothing. Like they were just going to pull that sucker out almost like a wrench or screwdriver, not a screwdriver, but a wrench or whatever. So, I mean, he had to do some work, but thankfully, um, I didn't really feel much of it, just the pressure and the tugging and whatever. So, you know, he's like, okay, here's what we do first. We wiggle it. And I like to know what's going on. So I do appreciate Dr. Tom, give me all the details so that I'm aware and I don't start to worry. So it took longer than like five minutes because that tooth just wasn't. It was um, on the surface. It looked like a perfectly good tooth. So there's nothing showing up on the x-rays. And that's why it had been root canal treated um, on two previous occasions. But this last time when we tried to redo the root canal procedure, unfortunately, we only got to step one because remember, they do root canals in two steps. So we got to step one and then he was like, Well, I said, this tooth is still giving me some issues. And he said, "Mm, something's going on with the tooth. We're going to have to extract it. And sure enough, when he went in there, you know, and the x-ray was looking good. But when he went in there, he said it just, as he started to move it and try to take it out, it actually crumbled and turns out it was cracked on the interior. It had like horizontal cracks or whatever that were so fine that the x-ray just couldn't bring it up. Um, So, you know, unfortunately it is it is what it is um but thankfully um, thankfully um uh uh-huh. thankfully he was able to uh, get it out Um, and so, you know, it just took a little bit more time. And then he said the bottom was a little bit tougher to come out because it was like bigger or whatever. So he actually had to drill, he had to like drill it down a little bit before he just was able to get it out. So anyway, um, thank God for modern medicine. And, um, I got pain meds right away cause I could feel the pain coming on Joe. And you know, pain and I are not any friends, not in the first name basis anyway. And then, um, it's all good. So good morning, Yasmin. So Yasmin, I'm hoping that you're feeling okay Um, because four teeth is a lot. Now, sometimes I have to do all your wisdom teeth. And, um, you know, most dentists will tell you only take out teeth when you absolutely have to because they try to preserve. That's why root canals are so popular these days because they really try to preserve um, your own teeth as much as possible. Um, Maria, thank you so much. Um, so Maria says that residents don't get a taste of the cunk, the workers benefit. And then the crazy individuals goes to jail, how crazy th- they are. They don't even think about, um, tomorrow's future. So let's talk about this cunk situation. Good morning to minister Kenneth. He's watching the show this morning. Shout out to him. We now have got over 300 people on Facebook. Good morning, Miss Joy. Siobhan is here. Candesita, um, hero Blair is joining us. Um, suggesting we do a wellness Wednesday. That's a fantastic sh- uh, idea and um, I'm all for it. We'll start to invite some people on occasionally to join us. Um, Evangelist Walters says that she's joining from, where is Loden Olofima? Where is that? Oh gosh, that's one I got to Google, child. Hold on now um that is where is that nigeria is that nigeria uh hmm. Chow, you need to give me a little you need to give me a little lesson in uh lesson geography here because Or was that supposed to say London? Tell me where that is. Is that in London? I don't know where that is. Paul um, says we have to make roadblocks more often to make sure cars are not speeding. So we're going to talk about that traffic accident, folks, here in a second, because I do not believe that that was an issue of speed at all, based on the people that that I was speaking to. So (laughs) Sue says that I am brave. Girl, I think when you get older, Tooth extractions are a different situation entirely. Believe me, um, I can understand the hesitation. But, you know, some people, when they get in their 60s, they're like, listen, I'm done. I'm done with root canals. I'm done with cavities. Take all of them out and just give me a nice set of pearly white dentures. And trust me, I can sympathize uh, with that. But, uh, you know, you try to keep what you have as long as you can. Because really, um, there's no replacement for your own healthy teeth, but child, they definitely take some work. Okay, let's let's shift gears a little bit. Um, oh, Emma says let's do water thermos that can be used for coffee as well and 24-hour advertising. Hmm. Yes, Jessica. Let me tell everybody now. There's 305 of you currently on 308. The last box of mugs has been dropped off this morning. I actually gave it to my husband, so I think it's probably on its way if it's not there already. So by nine o'clock this morning, you guys should be able to go. So here are the instructions, and this is it. Go get yours. There's a few of you that um, I'm holding mugs for. but um, So somebody from RCIPS wants a mug, of course. Sure, you know, our friends with RCIPS, they must get mugs too. Um, okay, so here's the thing. I feel like I really should try to find somebody to buy some more mugs because this batch, it's been less than a week and they're all gone pretty much. So Dorsey Place, which is right across from Brand Source, that's the warehouse offices and stuff. Subway is in Dorsey Place, so Subway Industrial Park. Go into Dorsey Place, second building on the right. So you go in, right-hand side. Second building on the right, unit number three, right next to our friends over by pools by us. And um, the mugs will be right there. So take what you need. Don't be greedy. Don't be like the cunk thief. Don't take more than you need. Um, if you only need one, then only take one. So let's talk about the cunk thief. So yeah, check after nine o'clock this morning. Give a big shout out to Odell. Um... And then we're going to talk about the shadiness of, um, of a developer after we talk about this kunk situation. So let's talk about kunks. Now, folks, I'm a Caymanian just like y'all. And that means that we got one hell of a greedy belly. Okay? I know how y'all stay. Um, you, can't, you can't get enough of nothing that is traditional Caymanian. So, child, that's like me and my mangoes. You know, i got a whole thing of mangoes. I'm actually going to give some, I think, to the young man across the street. Because my eyes, like them old people would say, my eyes bigger than my stomach. Because I can't eat all these mangoes. And then they're going to start to ripen them. Like, I don't eat ripe mangoes. So then what's going to happen, right? So listen, greed is a hell of a thing that maybe at some level we all suffer from. Um, but honestly, we need to get it under control. So let me be very clear. There's only so much kunk you can eat. There's only so much green mangoes you can eat. There's only so much stew kunk and, and ceviche and and marinated kunk and whatever the heck you want to call it, right? But most importantly, we need to think about the sustainability of the environment. So we as human beings are taxing the environment more than anything else has in the million years that earth has been here, Okay. Um, we're just not or we're just horrible. Let's just be honest to Mother Earth. We don't care. We rip down rainforests, we rip down trees, uh, we just do the most. And so every little bit that we can think about to try to be more conscientious, conscientious, um, when it comes to the environment. By the way, I am wearing a little um they call them flippers, you know, the little flipper tooth, because you can literally take it in and out. It's a partial denture, basically, for the one tooth, so that you don't see, because the tooth is right there, so that you don't see that I'm, like, missing a tooth. I have a little temporary solution going on there. So some words, because it's it's on the palate of my mouth, there are some words that are going to be a little bit more challenging. Like, I'm having to, this morning, enunciate a little bit more than usual, because now I've got a foreign object in my mouth. So it feels a little bit weird. But anyway, that has to stay in there until I can start the, um, the what's it called? The implant process, because I'm going to try to do a tooth implant. Ooh, even more fun coming my way. Anyway, folks. Um, so yes, I mean, y'all need to really, really start to think about the sustainability of the environment. And this isn't about... um you know, us trying to be environmental thumpers or whatever some people want to to name it. You know, I'm not, I got to admit to you, I'm not the most environmentally savvy person, but I try here and there to like do my best, right? So I feel like I overconsume all the time. Like I'm one of those people, like I'm going to clean an area, child, I need to get paper towels, my disinfectant. Now I try to buy a lot of, Environmentally friendly cleaning solutions. So all the harsh chemicals I'm trying to stay away from those um, more and more. But quite frankly, a lot of times I know that I'll use a piece of tissue and discard it. that's garbage, that's trash that's something that's gonna end up in the landfill when I could have recycled and use a cloth and just wash it and you know so I'm trying to be a little bit more conscientious my husband swears. He's like, Sandy, how do you go through so much disposable products, toilet paper, paper towels, because I'm going to use it once and trash it. But, you know, as of late, I'm recognizing that these are the types of behaviors um, that we have learned over the years that really is detrimental to the environment. So I'm trying to do better and I'm asking all of you to do better with me. But let me be very frank. There's some things in my mind that are so incredibly obvious that you just do not do. Um, So listen, let me just show you this picture because this picture is really quite disturbing. All this kunk, I mean, who does this? Well, apparently we have people out there who will be more than happy to take more than they could possibly ever eat. I'm going to show this to you. And worse yet, it was actually... um, in a marine environment, a marine park, which is against the law. Even outside of a marine park, there are stipulations of what you can get and what you can't get, but going in a marine park and doing this is really, really, really egregious. Look at this, folks. Look at that. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Poachers in the Frank Sound Marine Reserve took 195 kunk Four lobsters, two suspects have been warned for prosecution. That means they're gonna be prosecuted when they say that. And the marine life was donated to the Pines. Oh good, they did confirm that it would be donated. Um, so this area has been protected for 30 years. That's probably why it was so plentiful with kunk. There is a reason why we have these um, areas that are protected. So now the poor people at the Pines can gonna have more kunk than what they need or what they could probably use. Now, I hear some of y'all young folks talking about um, you want to go into the pines as though that's going to be a vacation. One person said, well, I'll go and volunteer and work in the pines for the next couple of weeks so you can be eating cunk every day. I can't imagine those poor people in the pines, though, because, you know, I mean, I don't know when you get older. Like sometimes you're just not in the mood for certain things. How many ways can you cook cunk? That's a lot of kunk, even. I don't know how many people are in the Plains, but that seems like a lot of kunk. Maybe they'll cook them a little kunk dinner. Maybe they'll do um, marinated kunk, kunk ceviche. What else can you do with kunk? Kunk soup. So maybe one day they can do kunk soup. Kunk fritters. What else do you make with kunk? Those are like the top things that I can think of. Is there any other dishes that we really eat with kunk? We don't do crack kunk. Like all those other kunk dishes, that's like the Bahamas. I swear, I went to the Bahamas many years ago for Miss Universe pageant um, with my cousin and we ate more kunk than I've ever seen in my life. Everything was cunk, this cunk, that cunk. I was like, but Jesus, how many ways can you cook a cunk? And the Bahamians can tell you because they're experts at it. So uh, Michael LeMay, I always feel like I'm pronouncing your name right. Do you actually pronounce it Michelle, like how it looks, or is just Michael, but it's just a different spelling? Let me know. Phonetically spell it for me, but Michael, I think. So short-term gain for long-term pain. I, too, am very concerned for the UK and USA um, spikes in the COVID. Very worrisome. Thank you. Nathena's here. Morna wants to know, what are we reopening our borders for? Well, we kind of don't have a choice because at some point the bucket, the well, the, the, the bucket The bottom of the bucket's going to fall out of the well. So it's kind of one of those things where we need to get people back out there. But again, it's a difficult situation. Um, Carol says that if you travel and test positive before coming back, you can afford to stay wherever you are. People aren't thinking of that. Good point, Carol. Because remember, we're not letting you back in unless you have that negative COVID test as well, which you have to now do 72 hours before travel. So Juliet, her and her hubby have their mugs. You're most welcome. Um, Shamari. Which Shamari? Shamari Scott? Is Shamari watching us? Buenos dias to Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Um, Nathina says that coffee's extra nice in the CMR mug. Thank you. Good morning to Kathy. Marco says, good morning, Sandy. With the football station's jam pack during this Gold Cup in the USA, uh, what make them think that this virus will not spread not just in the usa because remember your cup was just in the uk the other day as well um so michelle says dr tom is the best shout out to him and miss winsome yes child they took care of me thank you miss iva for tuning in uh daisy said my dad used to pull my teeth with a thread Daisy, you can do that when it's like your baby teeth and they're coming out anyway because they, they naturally loosen up on their own. But child, when you have to take out a tooth that needs to be extracted but doesn't want to come out, that's a whole different cup of tea. Not no string pulling on that, honey child. That tooth was in there like, whoo. Yes, it just didn't want to come out. I was like, what the hell? You give me all this trouble and you don't want to get out of my mouth? Get out right now. Uh, Debbie, good morning. Have a good day. Celine says, Dr. Tom is also my dentist. And she says, thanks to the cup, it was an easy process collecting it from Dorsey Place. Have a blessed day. Wonderful. Um, Sweetie, good morning. Oh, London. Okay, got it. Jonathan says he has his saltine crackers ready to head over to the pines. Child, all of y'all now looking um for... Oh, is her name. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I totally got that wrong. Um, yeah, all of y'all looking for an excuse now to go visit the Pines. All of a sudden you're thinking, hmm, do I know any seniors in the Pines that I can go say hi to? People you've never visited before. Now you want to go visit. Y'all naive, you, Zina. Sure. Good morning, uh, Rita. Watching from Atlanta. Luisa, good morning. Um, yes, I think she met London. Yes. Okay. Asu says, um, very true and very costly to which we can't afford either. Um, Jessica is saying to let people know about Odell's services. Cha Odell has so much stuff going on at his office. Uh, we need to have him on the program. In fact, that's what we need to do. Cause Odell has a lot of stuff. Y'all need help. Odell's the man to go to. Um, but right now he has a power washing special on, I think we mentioned this last week, where you can get your house power washed, uh, your residence power washed. So check him out for that. It's uh, a refresh service going into the summer, freshen things up that time of year. hmm Okay, so Rita's going to go get her mug now. Jess says to make mango jam. Mm-hmm. I just love green mangoes, child. Turn mangoes, as it turns out. But I just, ooh, salt and pepper. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So last night I was sitting here um, eating some green mangoes. The tooth, the extracted tooth is on this side. So, you know, I can't chew on this side probably for the rest of the day. So I'm using this side now. And child, I was, like, putting on my little season salt and pepper. And then I would have to, because I can't really like really bite too much, right? So I was cutting it in little manageable, like small little pieces and I put it right over here and just chewed on the side. And you know, I was in hog heaven. You all know already. I was like, I'm sure my physician right now is like, Sandy, why are you having all this extra salt? Talking about seasoned salt. <sighs> it's the only time that I go out of my way to add salt to food. Um, so Renita says, yes, grab mine. Please just grab mine. Yes, Jessica and Renita, coordinate. If you have someone going, have them grab it for you. Um, yeah, so I don't know if these people were taking all this kunk to sell it or what the heck they were doing, but that's not an average um, amount of kunk. Sasha says, wow, that's one person with that? Well, that, two people, but I don't know what they That's just ridiculous. And again, it was a protected zone, folks. Come on. It's disgusting. We only get one environment after we screw it up, right? Number one, there's nothing for the tourists to come for. What do you think they come in Cayman for? To look at me and you? No. Tourists don't care about looking at Caymanians, right? Our culture is so limited that they're not coming for that. They're coming for the beautiful beaches and the environment. If you're trashing the beaches, throwing stuff down, not caring about the environment, stealing all the cunk, overfishing, over. You know, the one good thing about COVID, and this is where I really hope this environmentally friendly government will consider how we can do some reintegration. I'm looking for my back scratcher. The one really great thing about COVID is the fact that our oceans and everything has been shut down. So even the poor stingrays have had a reprisal, a reprieve to be able to rejuvenate and take a break from humans. And, you know, somebody's still feeding them to make sure they kind of stay in the area, but I'm sure they're going to get bigger. They're going to have more babies. They're going to reproduce all that fun stuff because we are overtaxing everything in this environment. Everything. We're throwing our garbage alongside the roadways and you know, out in East End and Newlands and all these you know, beautiful areas. We just really need to do better, y'all. I'm begging y'all, please, think a little bit about the environment. So Sunny D says you can do kunk chowder. Yes, I love me a kunk chowder, but not the red kunk chowder. I don't like red kunk chowder. Curry kunk, hmm, Andre. We don't really do curry kunk here, but worth a try. Uh, Darlene says a disgrace that's unreasonable in any fashion. I agree. And we will certainly let you know who these cunk thieves are once they go to jail. I'll be watching the list, child, because they need to be jackass of the day. Mm-mm. Um, Sasha says, I just got some cunk from the farmer's market here, and I'm thinking about cunk soup, cunk fritters, curry cunk, and stew cunk. And Sasha, remind me of where you are because I know you're in the state somewhere. Um, so Bonnie says, kunk chowder. Darlene says, roast kunk. Oh yes, Miss Darlene. How could I forget? Roast kunk is delicious. Now some of y'all do roast kunk and you make it so spicy. Oh my God, you put too many, too many hot peppers in that and it'd be burning your stomach. Some mild spices, please, if you're going to be making any for me. Just a suggestion. But um, roast cunk is delicious. Yes. How do y'all eat roast cunk though? Do you just eat it, just the roast cunk, or do you eat it with something else? Like a little bit of bread or something to to soak up the. I've got a brother in law who, boy, mm, that boy has a steel stomach when it comes to spices. He can. Cheese some piece. He's got an iron cast stomach. You can't have enough peppers and anything for him. He get put in scotch bonnet and he breaks them open. And oh my God. The first time actually I had roast kunk was from him and it was really good. But my poor stomach was like, uh, eat one bite and that's it. Because he does hot and fight like your mouth is burning. Uh, Yes. So uh, Andre says you can do it in coconut milk, stew kunk. Right? Um, Maria says the elderly people at the pines probably don't even have teeth. Oh, shoot. So what kind of cunk are be giving them? Because cunk can be... I mean, you got to soften up cunk because y'all know cunk can be tough. Um, Kathy says you can do stew cunk. You can do tapado soup. What is that? And then I think ceviche. Tasha, good morning. She says, that's my daddy. It's Michelle, like the female name. It's the French version of Michael. Oh, thank you, Tasha. I kind of thought that that was probably it. Thank you for clarifying. Yes, the lamaze. I know that your daddy Joe. How many sisters do you have, Tasha? I think you have two sisters. I know one that used to work um, in a restaurant in what was the name of that plaza again? We used to go there all the time. She's so friendly. And then, of course, you have another brother who does the, or you have a brother who does the steel pans, right? So Michelle, it's French. Thank you. Your son is Michael. You see, I thought I knew a Michael LeMay, though. That's why I kept thinking, is it Michelle or Michael? Ah, thank you for clarifying that. Now I got it. All right, Beulah, Miss Kay's here. I would punish the guilty by letting them eat it all in one day. Child, you can imagine how to eat that much kunk. Oh, and Anthony points out that eating too much kunk is not healthy for you because of the mercury levels. Wow, really? John is watching from the Philippines. Um, Yasmin took four mugs. Awesome. Andre, good morning. Marjorie says, is the cook at the Pines Caymanian? I hope they know how to cook kunk. Well, I don't know if they are not, but hopefully. So folks, don't forget that we have a competition on. So after you get your mugs, the thing to do is then to go and take a picture, Shelly and Angie, Empress, Fran joining us on IG, um, take a picture of your mug, your mug shot and send it to us. So here's one that I'm going to show you guys that we just received. Big shout out to the Filipino community. Um, this is the, oh gosh, I always forget the name now. Oh, hold on here now. Let me make sure I get it. Let me see if I can pronounce the name right. The Bayanihan Executive Committee. Yes, Bayanihan. Um, they put on a lot of wonderful events. I told you guys a couple of days ago, um, two weeks ago, we went to one that they had at the Lion Center. It was the festival, um, Filipino festival celebration. It was so nice and colorful and lots of music and good times. So here's their photo folks. Um, with their mugs, which they got them one day last week. So big shout out to them. We've got Sonny and Dion and the entire crew. So thanks so much. Um, we have a lot of Filipinos who enjoy the cool hard truth. They're always tuned in. Morning, Anita. Remember we used to have our tag along Thursdays. We still need to do that. where The Filipino community comes on the show and really um, enjoys it. So Marshall says there's marinated kunk. There's kunk upside down. What the hell is kunk upside down? I don't know that one. Curry kunk, stew kunk, fried kunk. I think crack kunk is kind of like fried kunk. Um, Richie, Celine says, hi from Italy. She's there for a medical emergency. Her mom underwent surgery. Oh, uh, Richie, please tell Celine we said hello and um, hope she's keeping well. Um, Anne wants to know if they're going to freeze the kunk. I'm assuming so. Um, Hope the kunk are not sold. No, they wouldn't sell it. Yeah, they're going to be charged. Uh yes, Jonathan, I think they're probably going to sell them and make money. Mm. National Reserves, come on folks, do better, do better. Uh Maria says yes, Sandy, they're going to prison for the con and serve the time, but they're still going to be paid weekly for the stay. Mm. Mm-mm. Um, they need to pay for their stay instead and be charged a hefty fine. Or here's the thing. They're probably going to argue that they don't have any money to pay. And that's probably why they're stealing the cunt because they need money. You know they don't come up with something creative. But yes, hopefully there is a fine and jail time attached to that. We need to send a very clear message as a community. Um, we do not support poaching and stealing of things in the natural environment. Whether it's cunt, turtle, it doesn't really matter. Um, You've got to respect that we have limited resources. And the fact of the matter is, folks, we are actually overfishing our environment and our oceans. There's not a limitless amount of stuff in the ocean. I don't know why people think this. There are millions of people um, around the world who, you know, are up to no good. And quite frankly and honestly, um, when it comes to fishing, even... I watched a documentary this was years ago now about Honduras and off the coast there where they go fishing for the lobster. And some of these poor guys risk their lives all because of money, getting the bends and all sorts of stuff, and then they can't enjoy or they can't afford the expensive treatment that is required that that um, decompression machine that they have to put you in. But it goes back to the demand for it. So the Americans in particular, consume lobster like nobody's business. This is, I'm sure, a multi-billion dollar industry. And so they have the main lobster and they have every single body that they can take lobsters out of, they're doing so. And they're not allowing the lobsters to properly replenish and grow to a good size. So that's why you get little lobster tails, now they're like this. And y'all complaining that restaurants giving you small lobster tails, that's all they can get. Because we've overdone it, you know, we've overfished and whatever. And so there's a whole, um, there's a whole industry out there um, and a whole lot of environmentalists who are saying, listen, we need to be careful um, about how we are handling the environment, how we're overfishing, how we're over, you know, the earth can only take so much. So I say, throw the book at these guys and use use them as an example, because as Ricardo says, 30 years protected time to look into relocation and the whole island is a marine park. Yeah, I think we need more marine park zones. We need to extend those. And, um, you know, even outside of marine parks, we do have limits. And this has exceeded every imaginable limit. Oh, Miss Maria reminds us that you can do fish and conch rundown. Oh, I love me a rundown too. hmm Yes, child. Mm, y'all making me hungry this morning. Talking about this kunk. Um, so I've never had curry kunk that I can think of. So, um, I was saying that I can come to East End for some. Am I still invited to East End? Because I think um, what his name there? Isaac excommunicated me from East End, child. <laughs> mm. Yes, honey, child. He was like, y'all are not welcome to East End. This for East Enders only. I'm like, oh Lord, poor Isaac. Um, someone actually sent me now. Listen, you can go on, on CMR's Facebook page and you can actually comment. I'm gonna see if I can find it again. You you can comment on the page like directly. And then it shows up for me, like I see in a different area of the page. The weird thing is it doesn't come up in the normal feed. So when other people are scrolling on the page, they don't really see it. So occasionally it comes up under tab called community. Um, so let me show you actually. Can I show you what this looks like? But I need to do this, hold on. Let me. Um, let me see if I can view it as, I don't know if I can, um, okay. All right. I think this is, all right. Let me show you guys a little screen share here because this always confuses me. And I suspect if I'm confused by this, some of you are probably confused as well. So here's our Facebook page. Um, and when you're scrolling the page, most of you, I think show up just on this home page, and then you can see what's going on. So right now we have 299 of you watching the show. On Facebook and then you scroll down and you see all this stuff, right? Oh God, horrible. Um, We're gonna talk about that fatality here in a second as well. So this is what you see, but you see this tab up at the top that says community? If you click on that tab, somehow I think Facebook needs to integrate that with the homepage because most people don't click on the community tab. So when you click on the community tab, this will show you what other people are posting on the CMR page and not the page administrators, right? So Carmelie said on July 19th, I got my mug, thanks. And there's her mug shot Was Dorothy sent us a morning, good morning, wish on the 16th. So I haven't looked at this in months, quite frankly, um, because I always forget about the community tab myself. It's just one of those really quirky things with Facebook, right? So here's someone who's looking, they found a wallet and I didn't even see this. So I don't even know if Davian Jones has been reunited with his wallet or not. Um, Luis Fung, can you let us know? Has he been found? Let me write a message. So the best thing to do if you have a lost, a found wallet, lost wallet, whatever, and you're really trying to message us, don't post it here because we never really see it until months later. And so I went through and I saw a couple of different posts. Here's another one where this person found wallet with money. Did they find the person? This wallet had a lot of money in it. Um. Oh gosh, they were showing the person's credit card. Uh, I can't quite make out the name. Jonathan Moore is a dependent. Natasha Para something more. Um, that's their insurance card with Brick K. So I don't know if they've been found or not, but the wallet with money and and cards were found. So this isn't the ideal place to post anything. Here's someone saying, what's this going in the distance off San Beach? Boat on fire, UFO, something else. I'm just now seeing it. I don't know what it was. UFO. Who knows? Um, So listen, one that caught my attention, here's Laura posting something um, on April the 29th, we didn't actually see it until recently. So Laura, I don't know if, um, this, somebody lost their kitty iPad. I don't know if they've been found. Um, here's Patricia complaining about Amjad. Amjad is the Jordanian. I haven't heard from Amjad lately. He must be behaving himself. So Roger back on uh, April the 18th, this is right after the election, said I never been so proudly, profoundly, my sorry, proud over women standing um, up to this corruption as for those collecting short-term benefits and listening to, to corrupt politicians, corrupt political pariahs, trying to deceive us every election. They need to join our fight instead of complaining after they got shafted. Our new political rodents uh, needs to explain their role in this upcoming construction projects in these upcoming construction projects, garbage processing facility and supermarket for East End, which have a lot to do with them getting elected. Mm, so th- speaking of Isaac, that comment <laughs> reminded me of what went down right after the election. And this person commented Um, about some potential reasons in their mind, but more importantly, expressing how profoundly proud they were that not just women, but women were definitely leading the front there, um, participated in the protests that were happening at the time. So um, good morning to Leroy joining us over on uh, Instagram. So super interesting comments, I thought. But yes, I think I can still get into East End. D says to have it with cassava and green banana. Uh, Scald cunks. What do you do with them? You just scald them and what else? Do you put any seasoning? How do you you eat that? Jonathan is here supporting the weed movement. No weed, no vote. He says if you just let them um, grow some Mary Jane for their own financial support, there'd be less poaching. I'm not so sure about that, but um, okay. So Sasha confirms that uh, tapado is like rundown, comes with um, salt beef and usually are fish. Okay. 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 So Emma says, yeah, those elderly people might not be able to eat that kunk. Oh, you can do kunk salad. Good point, Andre. Good morning to Arnel and to all the Filipino community. Morning to all the PDL family. Wonderful. Um, yes, Miss Eve, the kunk was donated. But some people making a good point here about the kunk and how it's prepared. They should, You know what they should do? They should force them to go and work in the marine environments, cleaning up some of these environments that they've just poached from that should be part of, um, their jail time. So Miss Iva says, yes, child, you're still welcome to come East. No one politician or anybody can stop you. That's right. I'm a Caymanian. My, my passport does say the Cayman Islands. It doesn't say Georgetown, you know, although I'm a Georgetowner now living in, in Newlands, that doesn't mean that I can't go anywhere else. Um, so mangoes are better medicine for my fibromyalgia. Oh yeah. Huh. Marjorie lime and pepper. Um, Maria says no Sandy Alvin can bypass Isaac anytime. (laughs) Remember the individual that said East end only when you and the group that followed went up there. Um, everyone came from all districts here to make sure Isaac went to the right party. I love (laughs) CC. Don't people just eat it raw anymore or what? Like kunk? So what, do you, how do you eat it raw? You just um You just eat it raw? With what? Bread? <laughs> I don't know, it sounds um it sounds a bit uh, I don't know. Um all right, so salted and dried kunk was the way that came out yesterday preserve them, believe me. When it's cooked, it is exactly as if it was freshly caught. Hmm, which is interesting, because, you know, saltfish, they do the same thing. They basically salt it. Um, Interesting. All right, let's talk about, since we're talking about environmental issues, I want to talk about a few things here that some of you uh, may find interesting. So um, you guys know this guy um name now i might i might butcher his name but i'm gonna do my best not to i was telling you guys day before yesterday i think it was in on cmr about this lawsuit that is being brought against linda clark So linda um is a local um environmentalist i consider her an environmentalist um and she has really fought for the environment She was part of, um, the CPR group, for example. And, um, uh, let me just see here. So, yes. So, you know, we did this article about how he is suing her for defamation. Now, I don't know what the comment was because the comment isn't up on, um, on Facebook anymore, I guess I don't know. He didn't specify what the comment was in his lawsuit, which is a little bit more interesting. It's very interesting because normally they'll say what the defamation is. So his name is is born is, Bor- is Morin- What the heck is his last name? Morin, whatever. But he's the developer of this Barker's Beach Resort, right? So let me just see if I can find him here. Morn, yeah. So Barker's Beach Resort developer. He has other um, projects that he has developed as well. And um, she made some comments on a Facebook group, which then he said was about him. He claims they're defamatory. Like I said, lawsuits are a dime a dozen. Anybody can sue anybody. It doesn't mean you're gonna win. And it certainly does not mean that you have any merit. So Cece says he needs to go sit down. Good morning. Clinton says, yeah, you just eat it out of the shell. No seasoning, nothing. So you don't cook it. Is that healthy? I don't know. So his name is, um, what's his name? Morn boats is a boat or botus. I don't even know where the heck he's from. Anyway, I think he recently got status. Child, when, when you, you realize that when people get status, they look like they go a little crazy with thinking that they can just do anything and rule the world. It's like, um, Pinky in the Brain, right? Remember Pinky in the Brain, the little cartoon with the little mouse or rat or whatever he was? Every day, Pinky and the Brain are plotting to take over um, the whole world. And it seems to me that when they get status, they kind of go a little bit crazy trying to plot to take over the Cayman Islands. So someone said he's actually South African. Um, you know, it's like the compass, or friends over there. Now that Kevin Morales has status, he's trying to take over the world. Uh, Warren boats. is that how he pronounces it? I don't even know. Anyway, uh, so he's suing poor Linda. And you know what I always say, right? So he's putting up this monstrosity Barker's Beach Resort right outside of um, Barker's uh, Preserved, which is an environmentally preserved area. And what is so interesting about this is he's gotten some kickback from it, which is kind of to be expected. I'm not sure why he would be surprised by that. And so he's taken some comments that Linda allegedly said, which he never mentioned any names, I understand, but he thinks that it's about him. Um, he claims that in 80 minutes, these, I don't know how many units are in this condo, but this multi-million dollar condo thing was sold out by his friends over at, it's 20 units of a boutique beach resort, was sold out in 80 minutes with his friends over at William Squared. Not surprised that they're involved in in the selling of, of this, but anyway. Um, during the election, some of you might remember that this came up because there were some discussion about this land and this property, which as I recall was originally owned by Captain Eugene, who then sold it to this developer so that he could throw up a bunch of um, million dollar condos. So um, it's a bit ridiculous, but um, oh, oh, he was an actor. Oh, really? Who would have known? So actor turned developer, Lord have mercy. Well, you learn something new every day. Um, apparently, I've never heard of him before. I don't know what kind of movies he's in, but here you go. Um, he ran some antique roadshow jewelry show or something, but here he is. Uh, born. what's his name? Morn Botis was born in 1978 in Walvis Bay. Nambia, and he's known for his work on Batman, blah, blah, blah. So apparently he's an actor, go figure. And he ran Cash for Unwanted Jewelry and Vintage Watches. Shall they come out of the woodworks? Ugh. So you can Google him and stuff will come up. apparently in Spain, he had some kind of um, jewelry store where it's like antique roadshow where you bring in your stuff and he'll appraise it for you and tell you if it's worth anything, yadda, yadda, yadda. Mm, what a hustler he is. So he goes from antique roadshow and jewelry acting to now a big time developer in the Cayman islands. And you know, us, we just, um, swing open the doors and, um, And just let any and everybody in to do whatever.
2: Mm.
3: So, you know, what happens, um, and this is what I tell people. So he's part of this co-group limited him and some other individual, um, who are trying to make a quick buck and, um, you know, Overdeveloped the Cayman Islands. He has some other development as well called, what was the other one called? Was it the Boggy San Club that he was involved in that was involved in some litigation because of some right of way access point? Anyway, he's take, he's fixated now on Linda and he's taking her to court. But I, as I always say, be careful when you start to um, engage people in litigation or even on social media. And you start to put your business out there because what you will find happening is that um, other people will become very engaged in your affairs. And then all of a sudden, everything about you starts to become something that is in the public sphere. Hmm. So said, so done. Remember Toto British? I got to update you all about that, that fabulous situation there as well. Y'all gonna have a good laugh in a second when I tell you about that. But anyway, um, so watch this. I'm gonna show you guys something. Apparently, this guy, born whatever the heck his name is, you know who I'm talking about at this point. He does something that isn't illegal, but is very shady. And and the extent to which he does it, um, someone said typical driftwood, but the extent to which he does it is bizarre and interesting. And I want to bring it to your attention. So here's what he does, right? Let me get a couple of screenshots going here for y'all. Because I don't even know if you're going to believe me when I tell you this. But he, um I forget what the technical term for it is, but I'm going to explain it to you. Um, I'd have to ask my husband about this. So you can purchase website names, right? So a lot of people make money off of this. Say, for example, um, celebrities now know the game, so they're smarter than this. But say I knew that Kim Kardashian was going to name her daughter. What's what's one of her kids' names? Um, Chicago. And so if I had inside information, d- domain squatting, thank you. If I had inside information that she was going to be naming her child Chicago, What I would do then is I would go and purchase the name Chicago West and Chicago Kardashian, just to be careful, .com, .net, .co, .org, whatever, and I would park it so that when Kim Kardashian jumps up and says, oh, yes, well, you know, all my children got going to have their own website. Uh, She has to come to me to purchase the website for her daughter. It's a little bit of a trick. It's very interesting when people do it. So most celebrities, once they know what they're going to name their children, they go and park those websites. They tell their PAs and whoever, grab that website name before anybody else gets wind of what I'm going to be naming my child. So years ago, it was a lot easier to do it because not everyone had thought about, oh, I need a web presence, right? So you go and buy it. Johann, I see Johann is here. Um, you go and purchase it. And then you quickly... Um, park it. And then once you park it, you just sit and you wait for someone to come and say, well, you know, you've got this website that I really want. I, I need to purchase this website from you. This guy born, whatever his name is, um, has done something even more interesting. He has not just squatted on a bunch of domains, but he has purposely redirected them to his own website. So this Barker's resort website, he has directed them to this website. So let me show y'all what I'm talking about here. Look at this. Look at all these names that he has taken. Mr. Bush, Mr. Mrakiva Bush. Look at what he did. Um, Graham is probably watching. Go tell Mac. He has taken William McEva Bush.com. Check this out. Jennifer. I don't know who Jennifer is. Who's Jennifer? PhilPott.com. So he's taken all these names, remax Visit southcove.com. Um, okay, so someone said he hasn't been doing it since May. But anyway, he did this. Um, And someone captured all of this that he's done. And then what he does is he, when you go to the website, he has them redirected. Even Alden McLaughlin, poor him, he never caught his own name. CassColeman.com. All these names, a whole list of them. The Joker got time in his hands. Cerebabarkers.com. So anyone who Google searches for these things or come across these websites, he, he even does his own name mournboatskman.com, robertbarden.com, I bet you he not got sandrahill.com, little sucker. Um, So he has all of these domains pointed, boggysandbeach.com, boggysand.club, all of these pointed to his own. Thank God he not got CMR in there. Mm. He has all of these and joeyhugh.com, heatherbarden.com, HeronPanDewey.com, what a scoundrel. All names that perhaps might be google um, in the Cayman Islands, he has taken those and then let me show you what he does with them. Look at this. Mm, 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 mm. What a first-class scoundrel. No, sir. Well, welcome to the Cayman Islands, the land of the easily deceived. Um. Yeah, y'all saw that? That's what that dude did. He went and got all these names. McKeever, Bush, Wayne Panton. So now, WaynePanton.com. Are they still going to... Um. Let me try it out. WaynePanton.com. And he redirects them. You see, he has it parked. So when you go to wingpanton.com, you can't get that domain because he has it parked. And now it says, looks like this domain isn't connected to a website yet, but he was redirecting them until somebody called him out on it. What a first rate scoundrel. So he had it for five months going from Barker's pointing to Barker's, his website there from June the 20th until May, some five months, dude, you need to get your act together. Really. And truly you need to get your act together. This is not even, like I said, most people don't do it to this extent and um, they don't, this is just obsessive. Like there, There's something weird about someone doing this. Picking all these domain names. First of all, he got too much time on his hands. And secondly, he clearly has too much money to be wasting to purchase domain names. And then sometimes you want to sit in a domain name because you would be surprised how much a domain name goes for. So say, for example, Wayne Panthen. Um, his domain name, now that he is Premier of the Cayman Islands, WaynePanton.com could be going for a lot of money. So if you go to any of the, like you go to GoDaddy, for example, and you type in WaynePanton.com, it's going to say, sorry, WaynePanton.com is taken, but then they have a broker who can reach out to people and talk to them to see how, which in this case would be this man right here in the Cayman Islands, to see how he could get this website from him. And he's going to now charge you to get that. And so, um, the broker fee is like $90 or whatever for them to try to, um, you know, finagle a deal on your behalf. I'm telling you, there's some shadiness going on here. Uh, like I said, most people do it for like, um, celebrity names and stuff. Cause it is in a way, a way of making money, but this dude has done it in order to, um, you know, put business to his, his website there. Um, So the broker's free is about $119. And you can, again, get a dedicated broker who will purchase um, and try to purchase this website. So they're going to formulate a strategy to acquire weanpanton.com. That's what I'm telling you. Park your, I mean, as you have kids and you think your child might become somebody one day, go park their domain name. Um, we do have Mr. Thomas famous, who's going to be joining us here shortly, but let me go ahead and read some of your comments beforehand. Uh, Gabby says, which clearly ain't for Caymanians to buy. Yeah. Child, those units are ridiculous. Status holders should be told that they're citizens and not Caymanians, but government screwed that part up, that wording up when they designed acquiring status. Vanilla ice did it says Jonathan from musician rapper to million dollar home contractor. Yeah, listen, no one is going to um, knock your game. You know, whether he wants to go from being a wannabe actor to wannabe jewelry um, enthusiast, appraiser, whatever, to now a developer, people go through all different phases and walks of life. And I think it's great if you can actually transition from one industry to the next. But I do see a certain level of shadiness that is happening here that makes me raise my eyebrow. And I don't know this man... From the man in the moon. So Johan said not all environmentally conscious people are bad or militant against development or progress. Just like not all developers should be deemed as evil and money laundering or con men. That's the conversation needs to be had in public. Life is about balance or seeking to find that balance in the best interest of K-Man. Darlene says remind me of the set who were taunting Mr. Adam and his family, whatever happened to them? Oh, child, Darlene. Unfortunately, that situation is ongoing, believe it or not. Um, they are waiting on the, a court date for the court to decide what's gonna happen there. That, that'll that be next year, probably before we hear what's really happening there, but we were keeping an eye on it. As Sweetie says, talking about Toto, he wanted to get in my panties just for me to perform on a stage show. He was promoting, shaking my head. I lost all respect for him. Child, Toto British running uh, men and not men. My, Let me not accuse him of that. He's running women um, like I don't know what. I mean, poor Toto. He is living his best ghetto fabulous life ever. And in fact, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, speaking of Toto, but he has left the jurisdiction. Now, this is kind of funny. He has left Cayman of his own volition and he has gone back to Jamaica. Let's watch this now. Let me show this before we bring Mr. Famous in because this is kind of funny. So yes, Toto has left the jurisdiction and child. He is living his best life ever in Jamaica with the woman that he had there. So the women that were in Cayman fighting over poor Toto British, what a bunch because now they see that he's had a woman in Jamaica all this time. Um, living living in his house and having a fabulous time so look at him now he's back in jam
1: mm-hmm.
3: Chow, y'all missing out on the hot mess over there in Jam. That's uh, Toto living his best possible life. So Eden says, Absolutely, Johan, this is a great chance for developers who truly want to forward um, sustainability and be conscientious in the community to come to the fore. No one wants no development. We just want seen development, uh, seen, humane, sustainable development. And it's not the environment, sorry. And it's not just the environmental cost of overdevelopment. It's the human and cultural costs. Yes. Uh, so Philip tells us it's pronounced Mornay boats. There you go. Thank you very much. Ah, uh, CC says maybe he's acquired wtf.com. Girl, CC, you crack me up at a different level. Like seriously. <laughs> we need to get a we need to get a com, Um, dot uh, honeychild.com, something else for him to think about. Uh, Jessica said he might be trying to steal mine. Tell him to go right ahead. Um, Cindy said, nobody can't tell me that he didn't take a scammer course. He probably teaching the course, you know, uh, Melanie is joining us. Melanie says it's been an unlevel playing field for 15 years. It's not a partnership. Developers are not interested in sustainability. Well, this is where the government needs to take their little fishing rod and reel it in. And that's what we're expecting this government to do. Louisa says camera at its best. I uh, need to take that, take back that status. Mm. Anne says he needs to go. Shirley says, poor thing, thought I am so narcissistic like him as to poor thing, thought I am so narcissistic like him as to buy my own name domain from him that I really do not need or want. Then offered to me as a gift, as if I could not have done that myself. He is a user, he uses the people who welcome him and his family for his own gain and then sticks it to him. Yeah, Shirley Rolston is one of the people whose names he took. ShirleyRalston.com. Let's go look you up, girl. Let me see. Hold on now. ShirleyRalston.com. Yep. Got that one parked still. What a man. Um, Mr. Famous. Good morning. Good, sir.
1: Good morning to CMR. Good morning to Cayman Islands, Grand Cayman, Little Cayman, and Cayman Brack. How are you? I'm blessed. How are you all doing?
3: Very good. We're hanging in there.
1: Hanging in. Very good to hear. Very good to hear.
3: Um, Johan says, be careful. There's a cabal of developers and persons in the construction and real estate industry that are committed to addressing anybody via the grand court by suing persons for defamation related to civil or criminal matters. They're seeking to object to and punish anybody that is considered by them as a troublemaker and messing with the status quo. Well, good luck to them. We've had so many lawsuits that we don't even know what to do. By the way, we're back in court on Friday, I should mention, um, with the one with Mr. Felder. Now, that one is a very interesting situation because he got a default judgment. Totally my fault because I just wasn't on top of the paperwork. So he's got a default judgment. Now he's, he's suing for um, damages. And the damages hearing is actually or the decision is on Friday. But here's the interesting thing. Um, I don't know what the court is doing. I need to get a hold of Ms. Yasmin because she seems to be taking her time addressing this she's crawling very very slowly but we have asked for a moment with the judge to see about getting that default order set aside because every single thing we said in the original story we now have the documentary proof of and there will be another story coming out very shortly we'll see what happens on friday but there will be another story with all of the documents coming out to show that what was originally said was hundred percent true. And I'm going to wait and see how he's going to sue for that. Now that we have the termination letter, now that we have the cease and desist letter and all those other things that he claimed was defamatory because they weren't true. Mr. Famous. Yes. How are you?
1: I'm blessed. Wonderful. These are the perils of living
3: on a small Island. My dear.
1: Yes. Sometimes you get
3: sued uh, more than once (laughs) and you just got to hold your ground, honey child. Um, you know, the desperation starts to set in with these people. And even when they have no legal to, to your point, even when they have no legal ground to stand on, they try all kind of finagling behind the scenes to try to get us to bow down to them. And well, it doesn't usually work, unfortunately, Vanessa Eden says, Raphael, um, he pointed the domain names of community organizations and respected community leaders, um, to his for-profit luxury development website. It's like me buying SalvationArmy.net and pointing it to my luxury condo sales website. Legal, apparently. Okay, mankind. No, it's not. So yeah. So be clear. This is not a question of illegality. Like I said, people do this all the time. This really is a question of um, why would you want to do this first of all, and um, not only why would you want to do this, but quite honestly. Um, redirecting it, not just parking it, but redirecting it to his development website is is shady, shady and super shady. Mr. Famous, what, what's going on in your neck
1: of the woods? Oh, uh, well, um, well, we have, uh, challenge in our Island where we have put in some mitigation issue, mitigation controls for visit for anyone traveling into the island, uh-huh. and um, part of that is because we don't we don't want or need another outbreaker. We had an outbreak in March that killed 21 Bermudians,
3: uh-huh.
1: and um, so we have some mitigation um, issues—not issues, but mitigation controls—that anyone coming into the island, if you're vaccinated, then you can go about your business. You just have to have some uh, testing regimes, four-day, eight-day, and ten-day. And then anyone who's vac- unvaccinated, those persons have to have mandatory quarantine, where mandatory in a sense to say they are now um, in a hotel paying, paying for the quarantine themselves. So, we have a small percentage of our island who are upset about that, talk about that's violating their human rights and this, that, and the other. And there's a small pressure group that um, is trying to, uh, I guess you say, have full protests against the government and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of what's percolating in Bermuda right now. Wow.
3: Um, I noticed that you sent me earlier some information on, um, your, um, your, um, vaccine uptake. What, what's kind of been, what are you guys doing to increase the numbers? Do you feel like anything's working? Um, and what, what would you love to be able to get to? I mean, our objective is 80%. Do you guys have a set figure that you're looking at as well?
1: Okay, so just the chart that I sent you is of the, all the overseas territories in the region, so I'll just mm-hmm. go over those real quick. Um, in alphabetical order, Anguilla is at 55%, Bermuda is at 64%, Cayman Islands is at 70%, yes. um, is Monterey that? is at 25%, Turks and Caicos is at 60%, mm-hmm. and the British Virgin Islands is at Thirty-three percent.
2: Mm, so what? What so that,
3: interesting? Yes. What that
1: clearly demonstrates is that um, I feel like a weatherman right now. <laughs> uh, what that clearly dem- demonstrates is that Cayman Islands mm-hmm. is leading the um, the overseas territories. Matter of fact, they're leading the Caribbean in the number of the percentage of their population that is um, is fully immunized. Bermuda Bermuda's lagging behind by five percent. Um, Turks and Caicos is at sixty percent, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. What What is um, interesting? A lot of times, people say, "So what? What about these numbers?" Mm-hmm. The challenge is that in the British Virgin Islands, I was there two weeks ago, three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and they had opened up the borders again, and so I, I was asking, well, what's the protocol? And the protocol was that if you're vaccinated, you just come off the plane or you come off the boat and you just go about your business. Mm. No tests. No tests after you, you arrive. And if you're unvaccinated, you're supposed to quarantine for seven days. Now, a key word here is supposed to quarantine. Because what it, what happened in actuality is that many people that were supposed to be quarantining didn't quarantine at home or they were living here with others, intermingling with others in the same residence and those people were coming out into the community. So the next question is, okay, so what what about that? Well, here's what happened. In the last two and a half weeks, the British Virgin Islands has seen 2,000 positive cases. Mm. Not that's That's one thing, but the other part is that up until this morning twenty three persons have died in the last two weeks from wow. covid oh my god twenty three there's more to come, but that's that's unfortunately there's more to come, but that's that's how many persons have died so far so what where am I getting at with this story? Mm. in Bermuda, we have people protesting against our uh, mitigation measures. According to popular, the, the government dictators we're never going to vote for you again, blah, blah, blah. And you say to them, well, if you're not going to vote for me again based on me trying to keep you alive, well, at least next election you will be alive to not vote for me. Because if we didn't have um, COVID mat- mitigation measures in place, we would have an outbreak in Bermuda. I mean, mm-hmm. anyone just look at what's happening in America right now. They are in now officially now in their fourth grave mm-hmm.
3: so um oops, did we lose you there, so you all oh, there we go.
1: are yeah, you all are going to open up your borders sometime in in October, correct?
3: Yes, well, that's the aim, is we're going to slowly get there. Mm -hmm.
1: So, if you open up your borders without any COVID mitigation measures, Mm -hmm. it's only a matter of time before you get the Delta variant into your lovely island. Mm -hmm. It's only a matter of time before your positive cases go up. And it's Mm -hmm. only a matter of time before, unfortunately, Caymanians or residents of Cayman will die. That mm-hmm. is the reality. So my 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 point to the people of Cayman, who I consider my family, is that in order for your economy to to survive, you have to open up your borders. But you can't open up the borders the same way they were opened up in 2019. We are we are not, we are In a whole different ball game right now, where there has to be COVID mitigation measures. It's not, it wouldn't even be good enough to say, well, we got 80% vaccination because all it takes is somebody of that 20% to be around somebody who has COVID, and 20% of your population is vulnerable, right? 20, if I do the math, 10% of your population is 65,000, 6,500. Um, 20% is to be 13,000. So you're looking at 13,000 people's being, 13,000 persons being vulnerable to catching the Delta variant when your borders open up. Yes. At least 13,000 persons. Right.
3: And of course, let's just remind our listeners, um, Thomas, about the dangers specifically of the Delta variant and why um, we are, you know, so incredibly concerned about this. Because basically, there is, you know, now in the U.S., they're saying that an estimated eighty-three percent of U.S. cases um, are the Delta variant. So it has spread incredibly quickly. It's much, much more infectious. And not only is it more infectious, but um, it is also more deadly. So this is just breaking news this morning, just a couple minutes ago, all of the major news sites have new data saying that the Delta variant accounts for an estimated 83% of the US cases, hospitalizations and deaths for the first time since January this week started to increase in all 50 states across the U.S. Um, I mentioned at the, at the onset of the program today <clears throat> that apparently the U.S. has actually um, increased the level, the threat level from a level three to level four for the U.K. So basically they're telling people don't travel to the U.K. if you don't have to, uh, especially if you're unvaccinated because of the increases in that country as well. It's crazy. Yes.
1: So so you look let's look at the logistics that your main tourist uh source for tourism is the United States. You exactly. do get some from the UK. If eighty-three percent of all thus far of all um, COVID cases are the Delta variant in the United States, yeah, there's another statistics. Ninety-five percent of persons who are dying in the United States from COVID are unvaccinated. Yes. So it doesn't take, I mean, Cayman Islands is full of people that are smart with numbers. From the fishermen down by lobster to those that work for in your financial sector. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take any genius to figure out that the odds are against any small island community if the Delta variant gets into that, takes a hole in that community. When I was in the Virgin Islands, I was just observing the the what was going on, and people were like, oh, I'm not wearing a mask. Oh, I don't have to um social distance. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not gonna quarantine. I feel okay. And I'm saying to them, you realize the Delta variant is is coming, right? Yes. I mean, because they've opened up borders to tourists, so tourists are coming in, by the thousands. I'm saying it's there is no way you can say if someone tests, someone could have tested negative on a Monday and transit to Cayman Island, i was just using that example, and, mm-hmm. and by Wednesday, will be COVID positive, but have no, no symptoms. Mm-hmm. So by Thursday, they're out at Peppers, getting mm-hmm. some nice uh, barbecue chicken or ribs, and everybody at Peppers now is now possibly infected. So I, I say this, that a lot of people are vaccine hesitant for whatever reasons, whether it's religious reasons or moral reasons or just buying into conspiracy reasons. But the reality is that the vaccines have proven to be effective. No one is dying from the vaccine. People are dying from not being vaccinated. Mm-hmm. In um yes, last week I had a meeting with um, ministers from Turks and Caicos, and I said, "How did you, you know, how did you achieve your your numbers of getting up to sixty percent?" And they said, "Listen, in our island island group, we have approximately forty eight thousand persons, give or take. Only twelve thousand are actual, um, belongers. Right? Everyone else there is on a work permit or." there illegally so they had to mandate that anyone on work permit in order condition of of their um work permit renewal would be that they have to be immunized So mm-hmm. that caused some consternation yes but it helped to get the rates up high and they at so far they have a, a, a their tourism economy is rebuilding pretty fine Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's any amount of time before Delta gets into their thing, but at least they have 60 percent, 60 percent of the population are immunized. So, you know, what what I what I ask people in Bermuda to do and the Virgin Islands and what I'll ask people in Cayman Islands to do is to look beyond your neighborhood. Look beyond Owen Roberts Airport. Mm-hmm. Right. See what's going on in the world. because whatever's going on in the world, is there any amount of time before it happens in, in, our, in our respective islands? And there is no government, there's no government in the world that wants to kill off its own people. None. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And there's no government in the world that wants to be playing, paying unemployment benefits or whatever, you tourist stipend, whatever you may call it, for having a day. It just, it's just not sustainable. So, yeah. you know, these are things that the people of Cayman Islands have to have to take into consideration and understand for your economic survival and for your health survival, vaccinations are necessary and COVID mitigation ma- measures are going to be necessary.
3: Yes. And as you rightfully said, um, Mr. Famous, at the end of the day, we are definitely going to have some level of community transmission. Now the government has said, you know, their position will be um, that if we have two unrelated clusters, then we go back into lockdown um, because they don't want to take the chance of us having, how many people did you just say died in two weeks in BVI, 20 something people? That so would be up,
1: up, up, up until yesterday, there were 23. And, and what, what's of note is of those 23, three of those persons were siblings.
3: Oh my so God. One,
1: one mother has one mother who has four children um, has lost three of her children in one week.
3: Oh, my God. Wow. Horrible. So um, this Delta variant, again, now accounting for some 83% of sequence samples in the United States, according to the CDC. And in some areas, it might even be higher than 83%. And they've indicated uh, the statistics this morning that this is a dramatic increase up from 50% for the week of July the 3rd. This is according to a Senate um, committee hearing that was just held. So health experts have said that the Delta variant is more transmissible than any other identified variant so far. And this is what um, Andy Slavitt, who's a former senior advisor to Joe Biden had to say. He said that we should think about the Delta variant as a 2020 version of COVID-19 on steroids lord have mercy
1: yeah because it's twice the, as
3: infectious and yeah. fortunately unlike 2020 we actually have a good tool that stops the delta variant in its tracks and it's called vaccines so vaccination rates um, in the country have stalled and unfortunately this is happening all over the world uh, except in france by the way because their their um, prime minister has taking a very different position but um he's going to mandate it but it says less than half of the U.S. population is fully vaccinated, according to the CDC data, and the majority of those who are not vaccinated are not at all likely to get vaccinated, which is a sad um, poll now that has come out on Tuesday. So a quarter or less of those who are unvaccinated said that they would be likely to get the vaccine under certain circumstances, um, which probably means by then they've already had COVID, they're on their deathbed, and it's probably already too late. But the rise of the Delta variant comes as the US sees a new uptick in the COVID-19 cases, an increase in hospitalizations and deaths, especially in pockets of the country where vaccination rates remain relatively low. So the average of new daily cases this week is up 66% from last week, and 145% from two weeks ago, as cases rise in 46 states, I think that's actually gone up to 50 now, According to the data from the John, John Hopkins University, hospitalizations are up 26% from last week, and um, about 22% of the U.S. population, which is nearly 73 million people, live in a county considered to be high um, for COVID transmissions. This is just unbelievable. It, it just is crazy. And Like you said. We now are in a better position than 2019 because we have this tool, which we can utilize to try to fight it, and yet people are refusing to utilize this medically sound tool.
1: Well, that's that's, that's unfortunate, right? Because when you, when you say to persons, you we have, we have many, as we discussed a couple of years ago, you have people who say, oh, I'm not gonna put that in my body. I don't know what's in that. And they're the same people, you'll see them at KFC, right? Yes. But you see them lining up buying whatever junk food that's out there. Mm-hmm. So it's unfortunate that people don't take this serious until one of the family members around Churchill. I think it's called yeah. Churchill. Yes. You know, it's it's like in Bermuda we lost three persons who uh we we lost uh three persons who all worked in the same office. They they all died within seven days of each other, right? Um, but yeah, you, you still have co you still have some of the surviving co workers who still refuse to get vaccinated. And you're saying, you know, which part of these people died from COVID you're not fully understanding? Hmm. And um, you know, so I think the the part the, the PAC government is just it's still being referred to by PAC government. Yes. Right. So the PAC government is going to have to stand firm, right? Because the the, the only way for you, for us, for Cayman Islands to survive economically and health-wise mm-hmm. is to open your borders, you know, but you have to open it with control.
3: Yes. Wow. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just uh, shocking to be quite frank. Um, In terms of the vaccine and its effectiveness against the Delta variant, so far, far, um, data from Israel is showing um, for the Pfizer-BioNTech mRNA vaccine, we're looking at 64% protection against infection, and um, it's 93% effective in preventing severe disease and hospitalization. So that's that last number, that 93% protection is really what people are going for because yes, you may get it and you may um, be infected with it and you may have some milder symptoms, but trying to keep you out of the hospital and keep you alive and keep you from having long haul COVID or some of the other severe diseases that come with it is really what is so incredibly um, critical. And other studies have shown that Moderna and Johnson and Johnson vaccines are not quite as effective against the Delta variant. Now, here's the good thing for people in the Cayman Islands, the vast majority of people vaccinated here have actually received that Pfizer-BioNTech one. So that seems to be quite good. Um, Hmm. So 99.5% of deaths are now among the unvaccinated. So again, if if that's not a key, and I'm, I'm just really always shocked at when people talk about their concerns about the vaccine and, and, oh, does it really work? Well, here's the data, 99.5% of the people who are now dying from COVID are unvaccinated. I mean, that you can't get any more of a clearer picture of how effective vaccines are at keeping you alive and keeping you out of hospitals.
1: Yeah, another, another statistics, um, we've been tracking um, Persons coming in and travelers coming into Bermuda, whether they be uh, visitors or um, locals. And since uh, June 20th, we've had over 12,000 persons coming to the island. Of those 12,000, uh, two, 200 were unvaccinated, 250. Other 250, six of those persons tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. Of the Unvaccinated, sorry, of those that are the 11 to 12,000 something who were vaccinated, only six tested positive. So um, percentage-wise, 0.003% of the vaccinated tested positive for COVID, whereas the unvaccinated, uh, 3% of the unvaccinated tested positive. So what does that convert to math-wise is that persons who are unvaccinated are 19.6 or 20 times more likely to catch COVID and pass it on and or die. Mm.
2: Mm-mm.
3: So, um, Damien reminds us now that we have Lambda, Cap, and Epsilon, which are new variants um thank you so much shirley and eden um for sharing some information eden has shared some information and you um mr famous and uh, mr famous does submissions here on cmr in case you guys have missed them he's done a number of editorial pieces for us as well i want to get him into doing video editorials because i know how much y'all hate to read (laughs) but um he's done some very thought-provoking Um, And remember anybody can submit an editorial by the way to CMR video or otherwise, Um, we'd love to get those. We had a very interesting one this past week from uh, Mr. Antonio um, Arch about what it's like to be locked up in quarantine. And in some ways it's a scathing review of the quarantine system, at least at one of the hotels. Richard shares with us that um, I live in Wilmington County here in Texas, Round Rock, just north of Austin. And we are now back um, in the red category the highest and scariest levels of transmission. Um, Marshall um, says until some people lose their families or close family members, they will not take it seriously, which by then it might be too late. Rosemary asks, what a mess. What, when is this going to end? Well, I don't think it's going to end and that's the problem. Um, so it's crazy.
1: Yeah. The other um uh, I want to just give a shout out to Eden and you and him. Um, I've never met them in person, but we've built up, just like you, I've never met in person, but we've built up a strong relationship. And I, I that's why I have a deep love and care for the Cayman, Cayman Islands and all Caymanians. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other things that has to be considered is that... Um, as as the lady said, long-term COVID is one thing when people die. That's the end of their suffering, right? Not necessarily the end of their family suffering. We had we had a lady in Bermuda who was a staunch, like as staunch anti-vax as it as it gets, right? Uh-huh. She was sending out all these emails that COVID was fake. Then COVID was nothing more than the flu.
2: Uh-huh. Then
1: when vaccines came around, that um vaccines were hurt to kill black people, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Damn, damn, for like two months, and never heard, never got an email from her.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And then um, she came on the radio one day and says, look, I have a confession, you know, and then the radio host was like, well, what's your confession?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She's like, look, I, I caught COVID. I was <gasps> in the hospital for two weeks, for two months. Oh my gosh. She was in the hospital for two months, and she lost um, 40 pounds right
3: oh my gosh, uh-huh
1: now she was never she was never a, a, a big lady to begin with, so yes, if she lost four pounds on her, you would notice so forty pounds you definitely notice she lost mm-hmm. forty pounds, she was unable to walk she, has, she had she just oh. started to learn how to walk again oh my and God. she's like seven- she's like seventy ish right, and she mm-hmm. now requires her son to come and take care of her every day, mm-hmm. So this this is an example of not not two examples, an example of those that think oh this is a hoax. Yes. Many of them end up catching COVID because they didn't take protection. Right. Mm-hmm. Number one. Mm-hmm. So so those that who claim that this is all a hoax or vaccines are here to kill people, they are more mm-hmm. more likely to catch COVID than those who of us who are on the side of caution.
3: Yes. Because They're not even taking any precautions. I mean, the most interesting thing, Mr. Famous is, you know, they think it's a hoax. They tell you that, Oh, it's, it's like the flu. It has a 99% survival rate. Don't worry about it. Nobody's dying. And yet we see like 3 million people in India now that have died um, more recently because of this. Um, They tell you all of those things, but they're the same people who are not going to wear masks who want to talk about their human rights. They're not gonna be washing their hands they're not gonna be social distancing like they just think that nothing in the world has changed like they just believe they want to believe nothing about this um, until they're on their deathbed because we've seen a lot of the videos come out of the US and everywhere where all of a sudden when they're on their deathbed then they're like, oh, I made a mistake It's like too late but you know they're hoping to at least maybe reach some other people who are really being foolhardy about this entire situation.
1: right so. And then the other unfortunate part is that she is she's also an example of what happens to people when they have long COVID, right? Yeah. And long COVID, from what she described and for what, from what what I saw, one gentleman he caught COVID um, on a vacation and um, he now has memory problems. He's a he's a he's a he's a actuary at an insurance company and he has memory problems. So. This has now affected his professional life. My he, God, he um he has breathing problems. He can't he can't breathe. At, he's breathing at fifty percent capacity. So all of that, once you're not breathing properly, that's going to affect your brain, right? Mm. So you know these these are things that although people may may say you know you guys are preaching and preaching and preaching and your you know your son you're, you're hitting your head a as well just talk to a wall. The fact that we see the numbers moving as far as uh, people who are getting immunized. It may it may be a slow uptick. It may it may gather steam. It may go on. depend, right? Mm-hmm. But these are things that we we have to do. We we as a peop- we as a human race are in human race are in survival mode, and especially those of us who live in small island economies that we are dependent on foreign exchange coming into our country Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. because let's use a scenario it won't happen in cayman because you're all right but let's use a scenario that you have an island that is dependent on tourism and the financial sector if if the if the numbers were just totally crazy number one tourists aren't coming there and then number two those who are in control of the financial sector again start saying listen this place is no longer safe for our people to live for. We are going to relocate. During Hurricane Irma, which was in 2017, um, Hurricane Irma, for those who don't know, yet Irma and Maria, a week apart, they came and devastated the British Virgin Islands, like category two Category 5 hurricanes, one week, a week apart from each other. Mm. Many of those persons who worked in the financial and legal sector in, in British Virgin Islands they lost everything. So what did the companies do? When they say lost everything, they lost their living living quarters and so on. It was, it was, the offices were, were no, no longer operable. So mm-hmm. all of those persons were relocated to Cayman Islands.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Some came to Bermuda, but the vast majority came to Cayman Islands. So what did that do to the economy of the British Virgin Now That that helped to, I don't want to say cripple it, but it hurt, right? So mm-hmm. the point I'm driving at is that for those who think oh, financial services are are always going to be there, they could relocate in a heartbeat. Mm. They're, they're worth billions of dollars. They'll charter to in jumbo jet and leave leave wherever whatever jurisdiction, and go to a safe jurisdiction. So. Just bear this in mind that your your our economies, our meaning Bermuda, BVI, Cayman Islands, Tax and Cakers, our economies are dependent on our our governments and our people mm-hmm. keeping our COVID numbers low. Not only the death rate, but the um positive numbers, because when a tourist is looking up a place to go and they see CDC level four, mm. <laughs> Uh they're gonna think uh, am I going to Cayman or am I going to Cancun? Mm. You know, yeah. and these are things these are things that will happen. It's inevitable. But yeah. you know, I have faith that the people of Cayman Islands will will follow instructions, you know, the majority. And um just don't don't out don't take it too hard on your politicians, mm-hmm. don't threaten and say I'm not gonna vote for you again because they are mm-hmm. doing they have to make the hard these hard decisions. Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. Um, this in the U S uh, here's another quote, um, being accounted here says there've been multiple times when we have been fooled by COVID-19 when cases went down and we thought we were in the clear and then cases went back up again. It means that we shouldn't let down our guard until cases not only come down, but stay down. And right now cases are actually going up. Cases are going up. Hospitalizations are going up. Death rates are ticking up. And of course, urging all Americans to get vaccinated, if not for themselves, then for healthcare workers who need protection from burnout and children who are not yet eligible for the protection provided by the vaccine. It says here, even if parents are vaccinated, wearing a mask in areas of high transmission risk is still the right thing to do. The father of two children, this guy here who's being quoted, ages three and four, said he takes such precautions because I want to make every possible measure or take every possible measure to protect my children. Our children cannot get vaccinated. They depend on us being vaccinated to protect them from the spread of the virus. And we are their shields. Even if you don't want to do it for yourself, consider getting vaccinated to protect the children in your community. They're depending on us. So again, that's another point because I think a lot of people have made this argument that um, you know, vaccination is a personal matter for them and it only impacts them. But we see when it comes to community diseases in the middle of a pandemic such as COVID, that really is not the true position at all. So Philip says, um, we have those types of people here too. Has anyone seen the anti-vax meeting held at Georgetown Town Hall this weekend by Katina Angling? What's wrong with these people? Unfortunately, um, I did um, here, I didn't hear that she had a meeting, but I heard that she was going on and on with this anti-vaxxer movement. It's so incredibly interesting because, um, Katina, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. I mean, that whole situation is a bit of a hot mess, but, um, you know, I would have thought that her, she could best be focused on things like, um, since she's had some personal experience you know, trying to help others with drug addiction, gun violence, um, young people trying to get out of the cycle of violence and murders and that sort of thing. It seems to me that her efforts are really, um, you know, being wasted on, on, well, maybe not, because I guess she might convert one or two people on this whole anti-vaccination movement. I was also extremely disappointed in and what's his name, um, Mario Ebanks, who did an entire video uh, using his platform that was then circulated on social media, um, you know, talk about anti-vaxxers and how we don't know what the ingredients are in this vaccine. And he was using, what is it, OSA Network, which is known for perpetrating fake and false information as the basis for a lot of his claims. And I thought that was so incredibly irresponsible of Mario. I know he has this platform where he's trying to get people to tune in and to listen to him, but you don't do that by peddling in fake and false information, especially when it comes to something that really is a matter of life and death. So Eden says, um, Philip, I heard about that. I understand concerns, but I hope most people decide to research viable information for themselves. And that's the thing. Everybody wants to be a Google expert Um, these days, a Google physician, and, you know, they're just getting the information wrong. Why would I rely on Katina Anglin? First, she was anti-LGBTQ, and she was an expert in that whole discussion. Now she's um, anti-vaccination, and she's an expert on this. Yes, everyone is entitled to their opinion, but, you know, when they set themselves up as community activists and My apologies. Did I say Mario Ebanks or Mario Rankin? Let me clarify. Mario Rankin, who has a show, um, he has an online show or something that he does every day. So he circulated this video um, asking all these things about the vaccine that is just complete misinformation. Um, And it's really, really sad, like I said, that people are not perhaps focused on the areas that they are really um, the best experts at but instead, you know, just throw all kind of stuff out there to see what will stick and what will make them relevant. And it's very, very unfortunate. I'm trying to see, um, someone sent me something that I thought was quite good. I thought it was um, Melanie, but hold on. One of the Melanies, I should say. Um, okay. But um, I'm going to share a couple things here in relation to Um, some recent uh, uh, information, but yeah, very, very disappointing that this is what Caymanians are investing their time in, that they can find the time to, here's, here's some of the information here in Katina. Somebody sent me this. Um, So apparently she set up this active group Uh, that has taken a stand against the forced vaccination of work permit holders and expats in the first instance and against mandatory medical experiments, they call it, and treatments against individuals' knowledge, blah, blah, blah. And again, you know, Katina has said that, you know, she's someone who suffered suffered, um, and struggled with gun, um, my apologies, suffered with drug addiction over the years. Now she has a law degree, so she's a legal expert. But um, most importantly, she, um, you know, I just think that her, her talents as such could be utilized in so many more effective ways. Um, Katina, for example, is very familiar with the the gang, the gang violence and so forth that has come out of um, West Bay in particular, because her son, unfortunately, um, to the best of my knowledge, is still serving a life sentence um, for, you know, after being convicted of killing someone. So why not? utilize your resources and helping the communities in those areas that perhaps you do have some expert knowledge of, you know, what has led someone's life to go down that, that road, maybe Katina could, could help inform us and help you know educate us because the country continues to struggle with gun violence instead of getting in this anti-vaccination um, bandwagon, which is really quite unfortunate. So yes, to be clear, it's Mario Rankin. If I said Ebanks, my apologies. Um, it was definitely not Ebanks. So um, Darlene says a neighbor got COVID last March and was hospital for a long time. Now he has to learn how to walk and talk all over again. And we've mentioned this on the program before about the implications of long haul COVID, which again, people are like, oh, well, 99% of us won't die. Well, a great percent of you may not die from COVID, but the, um, there's some effects of COVID that might actually be worse, worse than death. Because trust me, it's not a pretty situation at all. Uh, Here's some statistical information. Um, So 98 to 99% plus of people that are being hospitalized and dying with COVID have not been vaccinated. So these are nine statistics of COVID-19 cases among unvaccinated individuals. So y'all need to read up now and pay attention. Um, Marshall says COVID is real. Um, Since April, unvaccinated people in Alabama make up for 96.2% of COVID deaths. Uh, In June, unvaccinated people in Maryland make up 100% of the COVID deaths, 95% of new COVID cases, and 93% of COVID-19 hospitalizations. Louisiana, 97% of the COVID deaths are from unvaccinated people since February, Unvaccinated people in Los Angeles County make up over 99% of the COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and deaths. And for New York, they're making up 98.4% of um, COVID-19 hospitalizations and 98.8% of the um, COVID deaths. So again, if you have any doubts about whether or not um, vaccines work, This is the kind of information that you need to look at with a keen eye. Um, Someone else, big shout out to Rachel Osborne. Um, She shared some information about people who want to say that, um, oh, COVID hasn't gone through the COVID vaccine, hasn't been approved through the usual steps. Um, She lays out in great detail how you get FDA, FDA approval and exactly what they had to go through in terms of the steps. Folks, we're just trying to educate you here. In BVI, the prime minister has shared that his poor mother, um, who got COVID after they've had an increase there and a number of people dying, has been saved because of, um, you know, having had the vaccine. She she was hospitalized because of her age. She's like in, in her 80s but she was, um, you know, still saved in terms of she's alive and she's on the road to recovery and um, her prognosis is not as bad as it could have been. So um, here, uh, this is what's happening. This is a little cartoon that's funny, but it's so true. It says, honey, come and look. I found some information, all the world's top scientists and doctors missed. This is the Dr. Google phenomena that we all, um, you know, having to having to deal with so um mr famous I know your time is short but thank you so much for um no taking problem. the opportunity to join if, us this morning in the program
1: yeah if you go not that I'm advocating it but just as a comparison if you go on to um, Facebook mm-hmm. well you're on Facebook um if anyone go theres a, a site or page called Bermuda freedom Alliance this 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 is the pressure group that is um, protesting against the government and our COVID mitigation measures, mm. and if you if you read the stuff that they post, they will most likely be same in line, similar in line with what there's. There's this thing called the World Freedom Alliance, which is basically a, a far right group that is advocating for individual rights over government control. So this is the Bermuda branch of it. But if you actually read the stuff that they post, you will see how illogical things are, right? So I'm I'm, I'm not sure what is being said or done in in, in the Cayman Islands, mm-hmm. but I saw all this. Oh, I saw all the red flags in the BVI three weeks ago when I was there, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, the chickens have come home to ro to roost. I will mm-hmm. um I will send you a WhatsApp on a couple other things, but. As okay. I said, I love Cayman Islands. I love the Caymanian people, and don't be too hard on on your elected members when they tell you the direction that things have to go in order mm-hmm. for us to survive economically and health wise
3: Thank you so much uh much right. we appreciate it.
1: thanks for the invite, it's and good I'll to see, you see you all possibly next week or week after next.
3: Awesome. have a good one. love you all. yes, we love you too. thank you so. A little bit of Caribbean unity there, folks. Um, so, COVID is real, says Marshall. Um, Philip says that her event is this weekend, child. I'm not about promoting that event. I mean, seriously, I can't even. Uh, Vanessa says she's at high risk, just saying. Mm. Um, you know, yesterday, some of you thought my comment was a little bit harsh when I said that people like that should get a dose of COVID. And you may not like that comment. And I get why that comes across as, ooh, meanie, meanie, harsh, whatever. But it's the reality. And listen, the reality is playing out when you're looking at the statistic that the people who are going to get COVID are definitely those who are unvaccinated because we've been living in a bubble. They haven't yet experienced that, but it's going to come. Because I think think it is unfortunate and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm certainly not wishing death on them, but I do think that they need to have a little dose of reality so that they can then speak from an informed position. Because it's easy to sit back when you have lived in a bubble and talk about, you know, all this stuff is fake and the government shouldn't force people, the government can't do this and the government can't do that. The government is trying to keep y'all alive, even as stupid as you want to be. The government is still, where's my back scratcher? I feel like I need that today. The government is still doing its best to um, keep y'all kicking, which sometimes I know these government officials must be wondering to themselves, why do we even bother to try to make a difference in our community? Who moved my back scratcher, seriously? You know when you got an itch and you're like, oh, I can't quite reach it. Anyway, um, folks, Miss Lily says, I'm glad to hear this, but I can't get my daughter in any flight to UK. Livonia. What did Livonia say? Did I miss something? I think I might have missed a comment. Um, Yes, Richard, we are trying to speak up against misinformation. You know, we take our licks for it, but we don't really care. Um, Well, he don't have any sense. Not sure why anyone with good sense would want to listen to him. Katina still needs help herself. What a waste of time. Mm -mm -mm. Marshall, you're cracking me up. Yes, he is. Uh, Jonathan, where can I get a cup? Um, What shop I need to go to? So I was just checking on them because ironically, Odell sent me a message and he's like, Sandy, all the mugs are finished. Don't send anybody else. We have one box left. And uh, so I'm trying to get the, I might have to go do this myself. I'm trying to get the delivery of that final um, box. Odell says a lot of y'all are... um, A lot of y'all are coming in, um, just grabbing three, four mugs. No no issue with that, except remember other people want as well. So maybe you've got a big family, but yes, Odell's saying, listen, all the mugs are, are gone. That's it. There's none left. Uh, so we have one more box and we will put those out a little bit later on today. I would say if you go by 11 o'clock, um, that, that should be good. And then uh, we'll see how it goes from there. We might have to get some donations, child, to try and get another one. I have a few in my car. So Jonathan, I'll try to say I don't know how many have in my car, but I have a few. Try to save one for you. So um, let me show you a few other photos that have come in from our mug shots. Hold on now. Who else has sent me a mug shot? Oh, we got a video from Miss Joy. Um, Hold on one second here. So I got to hook up all my MPs. They must get mugs this time around. Oh, and speaking of Mr. Bourne, what's his name? Bourne Boats or whatever the heck his name is. Um, Someone sent me, oh, I got to show you guys this beautiful one of Miss Joy with her mug. She's all set and ready to go. Someone sent me a message um, that he was sending them. Apparently he's out there trying to do some damage control, which is kind of, interesting. And, um, claiming that we, we're to blame because we're giving him bad press. He says, Eh, what a mess he's in. Um, hold on one second. Now let me just find this message. So as usual, trying to blame CMR for their bad behavior. It's our fault. So this is what he sent someone. Check this out. This is kind of crazy. So he sent someone this message that says, this is the developer we are talking about earlier. Um, Morning, I cannot comment too much, but the case against Linda and originally Eden, Eden, did you know you're part of a lawsuit? Has nothing to do with the environment. Her comments and actions that led to the civil and also an ongoing criminal case has more to do with her her accounting degree. What? I don't even know what this is about. Her accounting degree? She has an accounting degree? Obviously we thought hard before bringing any action and knew it will bring unwanted and bad press like Mall Road without any facts or bias reporting. As soon as Linda stops evading the court server, then all information will be filed with the court and public knowledge. Well, first of all, Mr. Borns or Bornea, or whatever the frig your name is, let me be very, very clear. Um, we have provided the information that is in the available lawsuit. So we can only provide the facts that are out there and this has nothing to do with bias reporting. Um, we simply put what was in the uh, in the lawsuit. What else do you want us to say? Do you want us to make up the news? We don't do that, sir. So we don't know <laughs> what your lawsuit is about. It only says defamation. There's no details. And so what we have done good sir please pay attention to how this works if we've reported what is actually in the writ of summons that was actually served that's what we do yes understood um so someone says i don't know what i don't know what accounting has to do with this um i don't know what that's about uh, what accounting degree did she try to sell you a service claiming that she had an accounting degree i don't know what you're talking about but here's a nice um Oh, here's a nice little picture. She did it as a video, but it's that's Miss Joy there at her office. If you want to get married, talk to Miss Joy. She's the expert. And there she is with her um, CMR mug. So um, yes, people said that he's just trying to shine a light, um, trying to silence people who are trying to shine a light on his nastiness. That was one of the comments that we've just received. Um, what a hot mess. shall get yourself together, sir. I do not know you, but don't be accusing CMR of reporting. Um, what, what was What did he just say? Um, bias news. In fact, we were very, very balanced in the report because we there wasn't much to say except your suitor. And we'll see where that goes. Anyway, uh, Marshall says, I wouldn't mind if some of these anti-vaxxers would catch COVID to see what they'd be saying afterwards. That's my point too. Jonathan, link me. Um, Vanessa says during lockdown, people warned of being prosecuted for delivering fake news. say it was illegal. Why has this stopped? Child please, they never prosecuted anybody anyway. They were just flexing their muscles over (sighs) ridiculousness. So Ervlin needs a mug. Ivania. I don't know how many I have left. Um so you know. Y'all need to get on it. I will let you know. I'll post up on Facebook today what time the mugs will be there. Um, it's the final box, so I suggest you you get there as quickly as possible. Oh, he did threaten to sue you. Oh, what a mess. Mm-mm. Ooh, honey child. Jonathan, what's up, me? 324-1612. He sounds like he got a lot of time on his hands. Trying to sue everybody. Mm, mm -mm. The truth will set you free, good sir. What a mess. Anyway, good people. That's all I've got for you today. Um, We didn't get to really talk about the accident, so let's discuss it tomorrow. Oh, Evanna, you're in the brack, Child, I was just there the other day. Um, but I, unfortunately, I came the weekend right before the mugs came, so I couldn't bring any with me. But um, I'll see how I can get one to you. What's up, me? I think I need to order some more mugs is the bottom line. But yes, um, I think that's all I got for you. Tomorrow, we'll pick up the conversation we didn't get to everything today. There's always so much in the news, folks, to talk about. Now, someone sent me this. Now, I'm going to tell you, I don't know who this group is. Um, there's all these new groups but popping up on Facebook and stuff all the time. This one, I have no clue, CI Violator of the Laws. I don't know who that is, but someone just sent this to me, um, giving us a little bit of a shout-out. Um, let me see if I can pull this up. Uh, So this person has sent this, um, saying crosstalk versus CMR, 12 persons watching crosstalk online, 318 watching CMR online, poor marketing will do that to your show Poor Shanda Glidden on crosstalk. She will get replaced by work permit holder soon enough. That would be unfortunate because I don't think it worked. Well, listen. If she only has two people listening now, a work permit holder is going to have zero because you know, Kmart is not the stand for that. But um, I think the broader message here has nothing to do with marketing. This is just people are done with crosstalk after how they treated Woody and some other decisions that they've made. Even the fact that they've been acquired by the Compass has not sat well with a lot of people. And so, um, you know, it is, it is what it is. Um, I don't think anybody can probably save that right now. I think Shanda is probably doing the best that she can. Marshall says that Cliff Cliff Groves threatened to sue him as well. I told him to save the money for his lawyer when he has to answer to immigration for defrauding them. What a mess. Y'all love to waste money suing people, frivolous lawsuits. Um, You would do wise saving that money and just try being honest and understand the real concept of key mankind and a decent person 60% of the time instead of 10%, you know what I'm saying? Get it together. I mean, Lord, these, these, oh, I want to see you. It's just stupid. They know they're not going to ground to stand on. And believe it or not, Cliff, we actually went really easy on Cliff because there was so much more information that came out afterwards that we could have been talking about. We just kind of left him alone because he is a Caymanian and he has to eat like other people. One final note before we wrap up. Do you guys remember this guy named Brandon Beckles Ebanks or whatever the heck his name is? Remember a couple months ago we were talking about how he had gotten married to this really nice girl and you know all this kind of stuff and we were trying to warn people y'all need to be careful cuz some tigers never change their stripes and once an abuser probably always going to be an abuser especially if they don't get the professional intervention and counseling that they need. Well, Guess what? Guess who was arrested on Friday? After beating up a woman, throwing a pot on her head, breaking her nose, breaking her ribs, all kind of stuff. Yes, him again. Remember he had kept a woman hostage, had sexually assaulted her, had beaten her up, all this stuff, went to jail, comes out, can find the prettiest looking women who are then blaming the other woman. Oh no, she was the one who was harassing him. and she. Guess what? My brother did it again not literal brother, but yes, child. The dude just is incarcerated again, arrested again, charged with ABH. I think he went to court on Monday. They better not give this dude bail because he is straight up dangerous. So yeah, y'all think this kid, you think he learning? I told y'all, some people can't change. Y'all just need to start listening to CMR a little bit more. That nigga gone and beat up somebody else's child again. Somebody's daughter, somebody's sister. He, he, he not reached the right one yet. Cause somebody can deal with him one of these days. Yes. Gabby, Gabby and Brandon. So shocked. Like what the hell? Ooh, Juanita. Maybe I should do the mask. Yes. I do have a mask. that says water hot mask and CMR. Maybe we should do some CMR masks. Hmm. Maybe that should be the next order. Yes, honey child. The dude is in trouble yet again for beating up somebody, a woman, of course, because he's not man enough to put his hands on a man that would thump him into the frigging ground. Always got to be beating on some poor little woman. And you know, he likes to pick them soft and petite and blonde because he would dare not come after somebody like me who might know how to defend myself because trust me, I would take one pot and bust his head wide open in self-defense. Thank you very much. (sighs) Oh my gosh, Chrissy. not changing. Brandon. Um, Hold on here now. I got to tell you what his phone... Brandon Beckles, Ebanks or some foolishness. Backass of the century. Um, Love to beat up on woman. Mm. And I tell you, the the women are foolish too, you know, because they can't learn oh he's not gonna do that to me right because you're too cute you're too pretty you're too blonde blonder than last one child please brandon beckett he was jailed back in 2019 rape and um wrongful and confinement and all this kind of stuff let me send you all the link and the saddest thing is the dude is not a bad yeah brandon's like make sure you say the full name and people don't think it's me because that's a different brandon you are so right, Brandon. Well, I'm going be looking at you because I know you. Yes, people, y'all just need to stay away from these dudes because they don't mean nobody any good. Here he is. Not a bad looking guy, right? And we were talking about him the other day, how he got married and, you know, people were blaming the woman. Don't be blaming the woman for these jackasses. No woman asked a man to rape her, kidnap her, wrongful. Oh, no, the woman was talking to him. Really? If she was stalking him, why would he have to do all this to her? Like, y'all need to wake up. So he got three and a half years. Of course, he's not going to serve that. Brandon Jamal Beckett. Um, he must be, if he was in 2019, if he was 26. So he's pushing 30. The dude has some serious issues. It's not the first time. Wrongful confinement. Assault causing actual body harm, harm. Um, causing intentional harassment, alarm and distress. All this stuff and uh, went to jail see him there smoking his little cigarette and he come out doing the same thing took a plea deal they made him plea and boy, I tell you what the dude is at it again unbelievable mm, Wow we can't make it up. We just tell you how it is. And I know um, that some of y'all just don't want to listen. You don't go and marry a guy like this because he, he not going to do, you, he not going to do you any favors. Okay. Oh yeah. He had wedding pictures up. Just me. He just got married. May, June, July. Didn't last long. My God, what is wrong with people? And y'all exposing this man to your children? Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus um, on peace. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm. Yep. Yes, Corsita. but he don't, uh, let, let me be very clear. She said he need one like me and you. Well, he don't really need anybody like me because like I said, I don't ever want to have on my conscience that I really had to be a man because he decided to put his hand on me and I had to end up killing him in self-defense. That's not the sort of life that I'm into none at all. I do not believe in violence in relationships. And I don't even want to be in a position to have to um, defend myself against a jackass like this. So that's why I say to you all folks, um, try to make some better choices. Because then you find yourself in this situation when this was written all over the wall. We could have written a whole book about this Brandon guy to tell y'all to stay away. And you know, the last victim, her friends have contacted us over the years because she remains fearful of him even now. The dude straight up has some missing screws, something not right in his head. So I don't want nothing to do with him because, you know, I'm sure he has a mother that probably still loves him despite his issues and I don't want to have to go to a mother to say, I had to take your son out because you never did right by him and raise him not to put his hands on women. But one day, somebody might deal with him. You know, people have enough of you beating up on their children. Plea deals. Anyway, just wanted to update you all in that situation. Arrested again. He was trying to fight the police and everything, apparently, on Friday when they went for him. The dude has issues. He better get some professional help. And even then, keep your children away from him. Keep your sisters away. Warn them. Send the message out loud and clear. This dude is not the type of caliber of man that you want. Yes, Vernita, seriously. He's disgusting. We'll keep you updated in the court case. You'll probably take another plea deal again because, you know, DPP can't be bothered. Um, Victims this is a message to you, you're listening, I'm sure. After what he's done to you, don't allow any plea deals. Don't allow him to walk away from this because then the next victim will get it even worse. It only a t- matter of time before he kills somebody, a child, you know, he can kill some woman. And those of you who are engaging in plea deals and allowing him to get away with all kind of foolishness, um, what I will say to you is it's only a matter of time before he really hurt someone and then you're going to have that in your conscience that maybe had you done more to not just protect yourself but to protect all women this could have been an avoidable situation that's the point that i'm trying to make here really sick dude anyway we saw it coming it just happened a lot quicker than probably most expected because he just can't help himself Folks, y'all have a beautiful day. It is hump day Wednesday. Go out there and earn your coins legitimately. Be good to one another. Try to respect one another where you can. Um, I don't even want to say K-Mankind because I'm so sick and tired of that phrase now. It's so been misused and abused. And they're using K-Mankind to to work against k manians. So I can't even use that term anymore. I'm sick of that. We need something else. Take back K-Man or some other phrase. Anyway, y'all have um, an absolutely beautiful day. I'm still on the men's a little bit. I'm actually going to go and take, um, I have a little bit of swelling on this side, but it's not too bad. I have to wait until 1230-ish to take my other pain tablet. So I'm going to do that. And um, I'm going to do a little bit of work. I have a physio appointment, so I've not forgotten them physio people be like, child, Sandy, can you please come to your appointments when you make them? I'm on it today. Um at 12:30 I'm just double checking the time. So I will be there at 12:30 today, physio. Yes, got to get this poor shoulder worked on. Uh still having some shoulder issues, but uh you know, you do what you can. All right, y'all be good and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a beautiful day.
0: Thank you for tuning in to another edition of The Cold Hard Truth. Make sure to check Facebook for showtimes and more information and the latest news at Road.com. Subscribe to our IG and Facebook pages to get the latest happenings.